Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash iopanel. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Kindle, Android, or MP3 player. Um, I hate to say this, Evan, but I need to plug in this laptop. For some reason, I guess we skipped on that. Hold on. I thought they did that already, but apparently not. Dude, I put the you didn't I put it right there. What the hell? You came out what did you come out here and get when you came out here before for it? Just plug it in! Don't look at me! Just plug it in! Leave this in! Leave this in! Do not take it out! Plug that in! IO panel 2017. This is a professional operation. James, I want you to know I'm gonna take away your fucking IT card, you know? I hope that job you're you're interviewing for you're gonna be an accountant or something, because you're gonna go flip burgers. I don't know. Stock shelves or some shit. Ridiculous. It would have been better if you just waited till it died. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the IO Panel Podcast, episode 50, codenamed Debacle. Uh, we have a very special guest this week, but uh, first, let's start off with our regulars. Uh, with me tonight is James. How you doing, James? What's up, man? Doing great. Having a good time? Good to hear. And co-host B, Mike, how are you? What up? Good to hear from you again. <laughs> and uh, you just heard our illustrious guest, the man whose face we all strive to see as much as possible, Mr. O. How are you doing? Hey now, hey now. Gotta get used to this whole microphone, but I'm I'm doing great. It's good. Doing good. Good to hear. Um, did anyone accomplish anything noteworthy this past week? All right. Have anything you want to talk about? Um, no. Um, no. Enthusiastically, I mean, no. I don't have anything. I don't know how I feel about the new opening. I really, I'm. It's mixed. Maybe, maybe three or four more weeks for is, me to is get. It, is it too? What are your? Uh, it seems too like. What's your constructive? Pimpish. Okay. I feel like we're like pimping hose with this opening. Is that a bad thing? No, but there's no hose to be found yet, so. Hmm. You no. Know. Now compare and contrast the positives and negatives between the current or the, the new music and the old music. Did you feel the old music was like silly? Because we're silly. I don't know. You, I don't know. It just, I, it's probably that I'm just used to the old or, music. Did you like it because you picked the first one? Did I pick the first one? You did. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, Has- hashtag biased. <laughs> yeah, no, everything's good. Everything's good. Having a no, good, I, good time, you know. I don't like it. <clears throat> I think Why? it's different. You got you to give me some reasons. What would you like it to be? In essence, in, in, from your heart. I have no idea. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it later. Very constructive. Great criticism. Well, well, here here it is. I mean, uh, isn't it more upbeat, you know, coming in compared to the other one is kind of more mellowed out and you guys are so used to it as your your theme. And and this one is just a little, you know, upbeat, but you guys can always change it, right? I think it's just we're used to it. I think once we get used to it, once we grow into the new one, it'll be okay. 
I think I think the new one is more a little bit more uh, a little bit more intimate, whereas uh, the original is sort of like morning traffic radio show. Mm, yeah, true. Welcome to Weenie and the Butt. You know all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you know, we'll talk about it more. I'm open to constructive criticism or suggestions if you have any. Um, but for now, we can get into some news articles. Uh, I believe our guest has the first couple. Would you like to take us away there? Oh, wow, wow. Well, um, I, I can say this. It's, uh, it's good, to, good to be here with my, my old roommates and uh, my good friend who has an old roommate. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. But uh, how's, that, how's that 13th floor working out? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. <laughs> All right, let me start over. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. It, I mean, it's great to be here with uh, the piano owners and James. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, but seriously, man. I mean, obviously, we were just talking earlier. Um, you know, I, I, I can't. I mean, it's been such a while. Two thousand nine, right? For the roommates. Yeah. And. Um, I remember you mentioning uh, the last Halloween party was there. Was it? You yeah, guys didn't have anything it? since? Well, I'm talking about you. Well, oh, when me, we, yeah. we were all together. I think that you even said that was the last kind of party that you ever went to, Halloween-wise. Is that correct? Um, or maybe we were just I, talking about it. I don't remember saying that, but I think that is correct. Yeah, so, well, you went to, obviously, overseas and... <clears throat> Then you landed uh, where you're at right now, right? Uh, there was a period of about eight months between coming back and moving down here. Uh, actually, it might have no. It was a uh, almost a year and eight months. Yeah, okay. sorry. Yeah, that was good times. Now I remember you were uh, you had the the bag with the bowling ball. <laughs> yes, I was um, John John Goodman's character from. Fucking the Big Lebowski. Yeah, yeah. And randomly, I had a briefcase. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. What's in the briefcase, Lebowski? Right, right. And, uh, or you had the briefcase. I don't know, but it became, that was very, that was probably the, the most calm, easy Halloween uh, party that I probably have ever been to. Obviously, yep. it, was at our, it was at our house, but it wasn't like a wild, like crazy night. But that was that was good times. Yeah, we had a nice Halloween and a nice Christmas there. Right, right. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, so you are the man in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Or would be the man in Memphis. Yep. Both running, of those things are correct. <laughs> you are running the show down there. Yep. He'll be elected mayor any day now. <laughs> <laughs> Governor, nice. mayor of the state. Nice. Yep. Exactly. No, and, and well, down there it's called a, uh, you know, what is it? What do they call it, Evan? No, I'm the sheriff. There you go. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Believe it or not, the governmental structure down here is very much the same as where you guys are. <laughs> Get out of here! Yeah. Get out of here! What are you talking about? There's no two uh, water fountains down there. No, oh. no, no, no. <laughs> No, things have changed drastically in the last uh, four years. 
Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Evan has come to town. Yeah, yeah Evan's no. cleaning up the uh, the streets there, you know. Yep. So he's sorting everyone out. I am a benevolent dictator. Speaking of dicks, let's talk about piss. Yes, yes. So, and I, I can't believe you guys didn't go over this before, but it's, uh, I think it came from, I heard this a couple of weeks ago, but it was, uh, it's a Japanese app that helps workers find open toilets and employers to track their uh, bathroom time. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I don't remember if we talked about it on here or if I heard about it somewhere else, but there's the Japanese culture, they are pretty discreet when it comes to their bathroom activities generally. And uh, there's even like a little keychain that um, a lot of, I, I guess, mostly women have that imitates running water so that their stall, <laughs> their, the neighbor in the, in the, uh, person in the neighboring stall doesn't know that they're peeing, even though that's the only reason you would go in there. <laughs> Interesting. That's weird. Yeah. Well, I know, um, I think they put this one out or this app was, I guess, I think it was saying that a lot of women cannot find actual open stalls mm-hmm. within offices or maybe, I guess this is all public or maybe within, uh, who knows? I mean, I guess public places, public malls, maybe. Um, well, this so, looks like it's targeted at businesses. Okay, so is then it for it's, efficiency? that's what it is. Then. No, no. Apparently, so. it's, yeah. it says here, people often waste time by looking for an available toilet on various floors. Dude, that can, how, Which, how busy that be like can it fucking minute? be? <laughs> yeah, it's not a mall. It's an office. How busy, how many, well, how many people are taking a shit at 3 p.m. or whatever the fuck, you know? Well, it could there could be extenuating circumstances, James. You remember the MTC? You go into a bathroom, you're like, "This is fucking unacceptable. Yeah. Something tragic just happened. I need to find something else." Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you, uh, Do you maybe the it has ratings. Floor? Uh, was, it, was the sixth floor the floor that was unfinished? The second floor was the second floor. Yeah, and someone had taken a shit in there, and for the longest time, there's no water, and for the longest time, it just yeah. smelled like shit there. Yeah, that floor was just, the whole floor was jacked. It was just wrecked. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was the worst. Uh, I thought you were gonna say that's that's where your sanctuary was. Like that's no, where you could no, go no. and take a shit because no. no one would ever be there because it was an unfinished floor. But no, yeah, the, wa- well, then- the water and utilities were very much cut off. Uh, we didn't do enough sitting around in there, and though. there it sat. Mm. Yeah. Well, it also says in Japan that um, says that. 30% of middle-aged businessmen in Japan use the bathroom stalls to take naps at work. That so, does not surprise me. So, so I think this is more of a sensor also. It, it notifies the administrator if a toilet stall is occupied for more than 30 minutes. And uh, I guess the service <laughs> company you know, notifies the boss of uh, potential accidents Do they the need? So I wonder if, uh, like, one way you can get out of getting in trouble is if you go to a doctor and have him sign a note that says you were constipated that day. <laughs> Otherwise, you get fired. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think this is just kind of down on wasted time, obviously. Oh, I'd be in trouble, man. Yeah, yeah I, was thinking well, about, <laughs> I was thinking about this guy. When I read it, I was like, this guy, because you've said this on the podcast before. 
you know, which is, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I heard this from uh, another radio host and uh, they said that, yeah, sometimes you got to go there, take a five minute nap. I personally don't think I have. But uh, oh, no, I, mean, I don't. I don't do that. There. I don't do that. But I gotta. I gotta take. You know. I gotta take my <laughs> time, man. Yeah, like you go business. in there and you sit. I don't know if you guys do this, but when I go in the bathroom, I don't care what I'm in there to do. I look at people's shoes under the stall. <laughs> yeah, so I will look and I'm like, "That's my boss's shoes. That's that's, <laughs> that's Mark's shoes." Yeah. I always know. I'm like, "Mark's the last is taking a shit right now." Like that's what I just like look and I see. So like you can't in America. In American bathrooms, also the Japanese bathrooms are the British style. So the wall, the walls are full. You know, they go all the way like, down to the floor. Yeah, it's not like in America where you can clearly see if someone's in the stall or not because you can see like most of their ankles and their pants down around their legs and stuff like that. Like you can't go into an American bathroom mm-hmm. and just sit on the toilet seat and do cocaine or something and no one will see you. You know, people are gonna know you're not shitting because your pants aren't down. Do you ever get trapped in the bathroom? Like I'll go into work sometimes, go into the bathroom, sit down, and then like thirty seconds later, the cleaning people come in. I'm like, ugh, and they start mopping the floor. I'm like <laughs> Jesus Christ, leave! And I'm just trapped in there. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, hey, they don't care. Noise. They don't care, man. Oh, our guy, he he, you know, he says something. He he'll say, you know, right. and they did that at the MTC too. The 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 people we have just. Come in, start start working. What time is that? Um, like all throughout the day. Yeah, every couple yeah. hours, I guess. Yeah, depending on what oh. floor you're on, like you'd catch them. And they'd oh, just, that's weird. Not ours. I, it starts after like five thirty. So gross. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's uh, what they're doing in Japan with these uh, new apps, or at least they're coming out with these. Which yeah, it looks like it's being made by a um, by you know the the equivalent of Verizon Wireless, but in Japan. Daiwa Heavy Industries. <laughs> well, it's, it's KDDI. Oh, okay. Is the name of the company. But, yeah. well, uh, how much you want to bet that I stands for industries? <laughs> yeah, or incontinence. Oh yeah, man. could be, could be. <laughs> it's not likely, but it could be. It's not likely. No. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Have a flashback to 19 years ago. What do we got next? Now you're putting me on the spot, huh? Well, we generally <laughs> go in order of articles. We don't have to. I mean, if you want to skip one. So we can see who has been doing their homework this week. <laughs> Adding to the show notes first, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, it's up to you. Yeah. No, I haven't. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, this um, Go ahead, Evan. I mean, you can go uh, roll, uh, or well, I mean, uh, I can uh, bring this up. Um. Well, if you're ready to talk about it, go for it. Otherwise, um, uh, we'll skip to mine. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Let's hear yours. So, I have a link in here that I titled Zombie Proof, just for our best friend Mike here. So, there is a company called Passive Dom, I believe, Um, who is... That's a... Uh, that's a sorry to interrupt, Evan, but that's a that's a... BDSM term? That's a contradiction. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this is a non-sexual green tiny house company. Oh, okay. So they've come up with something that they call an autonomous 3D printed home. Now, I have a couple problems with this, mostly with the word autonomous, because it doesn't mean what the fuck 
it sounds like. I thought it was like a tiny house that like moves around your lot. Like depending on the time of day. Yeah, like something that actually happens instead of being able to live off grid autonomously, which is actually what it is. So that's just bullshit. using a buzzword in the title. Exactly. So there's like tons of buzzwords in what I'm gonna talk about. So, so anyway synergistic home. Yes. <laughs> so the use of advanced materials and unique engineering developments has allowed Passive Dom to create the highest thermal performance among residential buildings. Fuck off. Their materials are as warm as brick and use 20 times less energy than a normal building. The solar-powered units are climate-controlled, they extract water from the air, and the frames are printed from carbon fiber and fiberglass, and the entire house is recyclable. Hmm. So if that doesn't have you sold, they also have an upgraded version for the zombie apocalypse. Mike? This version includes an added alarm system, an armored glazing, extra toilet paper storage, and a Bible. Okay. Well, gotta have that Bible. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason. I'd rather have a... Well, you know, a 1911 or something. Yeah. Yeah, something. <laughs> Fucking Glock or an AK. Or an autonomous house that will uh, move away from zombies. You yeah. Know? Or, you know. Or whatever. That's or, you know, have, autonomous. have auto guns or something. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought they would have a toilet paper jar or something. something. No. That's, it's buzzwords, man. This is what yeah. sells. This is how people get venture capitalist money. It's silly. Anyways, I put that in there. Thought it was hilarious. A little disheartening. Zombies. I'll be honest with you. Just from looking at this house, I'll be completely. I'll be completely honest. If I had like a piece of property out in the middle of nowhere, I'd put one of these up there. It's not bad. It's like fucking nice. It's a decent looking house, and yeah. I like that it's like three quarters glass. It gives you sort of the open feel. I assume it has curtains. It does. I don't really see any curtains in the in the short video. I don't see any either. I'm sure you could put some up if you needed to. Yeah, you just spray paint the whole thing black, or I have them. Uh, it's like I would like to rhino line my house. Well, you gotta. You probably paint this camo. You know. Yeah. What is passive dom? That's just sexual. Passive. A passive <laughs> dominant. That's all I think of when I hear that name. That's a horrible name for a thing. That's like you know. Yeah, he's dominant, but he's passive. You know, he just does whatever. It's like what. <laughs> but if, this could but, be. But if you wander past him, he'll just grab you. You know, don't get too close, but he's pretty passive, so just, just stay out of his reach. If, you know, maybe there's a, a niche market, if you're not too worried about zombies, you could have this as your dungeon, if you have that property. Oh, yeah. Anyways. How much is it? Um, The base model, I think, was 60,000 euros. It was, like, what, 80 grand US? It's a lot it, of it, money. It, it, it's, it's a lot of money for it's a tiny bad. house. I mean, a, a normal tiny house is like 30000 to 50000 something like that. So it's a little more than that. Uh, it does not say how much the additional zombie apocalypse one, package is. But this one is energy efficient, right, Evan? That's the whole... Yeah. That's the whole thing? Energy efficient and full of buzzwords. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've seen some of these tiny houses, man. They're pretty cool. Just they in are, general. There's, some, you know? there's something appealing about them, for sure. I mean, you know, you know how you know how I feel about certain things. So I do turkey, you know, mustard, whatnot. So now tiny homes. <laughs> yeah, now we added <laughs> tiny homes to the list. <laughs> well, I like things that are extremes, right? Oh yes, you like so. 
<laughs> Dude, where's that keyboard that you got from the fucking computer show? It's oh. like a, it's like a four and a half inch keyboard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, but there's uh there's that, and then there's the remote control that uh I think did I give that to Orion? What's that? Did I give you the remote control with the buttons that are as big as fucking? No, no, that 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 was a uh, yeah, I know exactly. It looked like a huge friggin' calculator <laughs> <laughs> for the visually it. impaired. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah it's like massive. Things... It was like a sheet of eight by eight and a half by fourteen paper, like legal paper. Like imagine a, a full size computer keyboard. Turn it on its turn it ninety degrees, and that's your remote control for your TV. Yeah. That's what it was. But the buttons were each, you know, one square inch. <laughs> Hashtag mashable. <laughs> That's right. You just got to use your paw and just block. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, that's why I just want to talk about that. No, that's cool. Um, should we go back to our, pre- our previous, previous article? Yeah, so there's an article here as far as... Uh, I think in 1998, you guys, I'm sure, can reminisce on what you guys were doing then, especially with Windows 98. Oh, yes. That was my first. Uh, technically, it was my second operating system, but it was the first one that uh, I really used myself. And, um, well, and I think that was the first one that actually got, it was like you had 95, because there was no 97, I believe. No. It jumped to 98, so all of a sudden it was like, um, say, like, whoa, we got this fancy uh, new upgrade Windows, and then it became what 2000, right? Well, there was 90. There was a couple versions in 95, right. then like, 98, 98 SE, then Mike. Where does NT in 2000 come in? Yeah, remember NT. Well, NT came out in like. Right, I think it came out right after ninety nine ninety Windows ninety five or something. Okay, um, but no, Orion, I'm sure you remember. After ninety eight, there was ME. Oh Dude. yeah, it came in that that blue box, Millennium yeah. Edition. Yeah, and that was horrible. But it, I, I, see, I ran the, that. At the same time, there was Windows two thousand, which was right professional. Yeah, that was aimed more at businesses and stuff, but. Uh, Microsoft eventually learned the error of their ways and killed the entire other line of OSs, you know, 98, ME, all that, mm-hmm. and just went with the line based on 2000, which is based on NT. But So that's where we're at today with the <laughs> Windows 10. <laughs> right, so, right, right. That all descends from Windows NT. Yeah, so, well, this guy, I guess this guy was... He's feeling nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. Um, and he put, uh, yeah, I guess he was uh, seeing what what uh, was still possible to use in Windows 98 system, especially as your primary computer. Today, the results are actually quite astonishing. So... Um, he installed the he installed Windows ninety eight on his PC, his current PC hardware, um, and I guess uh, is that the actual hardware, Mike? Interpret Retro Software Venture 
Oh, that's his actual username. Okay. A, com- a compact Armada E500. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he said he said he wanted to use hardware from that same time period. So, so, so install a- Windows 98, unpatched, hooked up directly to the internet. Start the stopwatch and see how long until it gets infected. <laughs> right. Are they still infecting things? They must be, huh? Probably. Little I think there like were that. some things that were queried off, uh, possibly. But yeah, so he was he was just trying to put together down in the article. Um, he was trying to see, you know, the games, you know, how fast they were, and he said uh, just for fun, he he booted up some uh, Duke. Is that uh, Nukem? Duke Nukem, yep. <laughs> and Grand Theft Auto. How can we not forget? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Carmageddon, which I did not hear of. Carmag- I mean, I think I played that so briefly. Carmageddon was kind of like a mixture of like Crazy Taxi and what Grand Theft Auto is yeah. now. Like you can you drive around in a car, but you can run over pedestrians and shit. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. And uh, Mike, if you're if you're looking at the article, well, I kind of missed something, but he was uh, he was trying to attempt, you know, browsing the web and mm-hmm. that kind of. Uh, yeah, he said a lot of that stuff wasn't working right. Uh, he was able to use. Um. He said Opera he tried to load up Gmail and YouTube, but it didn't load up right. But other things like Reddit worked fine. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Evan's favorite site. <laughs> but get this. He was he installed something called Kernel X, which I guess is some compatibility piece of software. And after that, he was able to run Opera 11. Yep. Because what, honestly, what good is a computer without internet access these days? Yep. Nothing. Right. Worthless. Yep. Yeah, so there's no no updates, obviously. Well, is there still updates for 98? They probably... No. They're, like, done. Well, I'm sure... I, I wonder if you could still download updates. You probably could, up until the point where they stopped supporting it. Yeah, which was many years ago. It's okay. been long right. in oh, life. Oh, yeah, maybe, like, 2003 or something, they stopped... Where you know. would you even get... Like, does Microsoft remove those updates from their from their update servers? They, Microsoft like, pulls well, I don't know about servers, but I know like if you try to go to a website and get something, Microsoft pulls shit down like fast. Like there you'll go up there and look for like I remember looking up for a SharePoint twenty twelve, uh not twenty twelve, two thousand ten thing. It's gone. Like they pull it off their site. Yeah, like, yeah. the link goes nowhere. You have to find it from some third party person. So hmm. can you reconfigure Windows update for other repositories like you can with Linux? Not really, right? Um, you will. You can probably with the, um, you know, in the registry. Oh, yeah. Because um, that's what WSUS does, you know. With WSUS, it, uh, it reconfigures your computer. It still uses Windows Update, but it points it at a new server instead of the Microsoft ones. Okay, fair enough. So that's basically what it is. I guess as long as they're... Legit verifiable Microsoft updates. It doesn't necessarily care where it gets them from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. So that's so, an interesting little thing. So there's a video here if anyone wants to check that out of the guy actually using this computer to uh, browse the web and stuff. So 
Nice trip down memory lane. Thank right, you for that. Right. Mr. O. Yes, little, sir. Uh, fun fact. One of our pr- other previous co-workers, Mr. George, um, he built a computer for one of his kids that has, that's just DOS. And it's like in the kitchen. You know, I thought I saw that. Yeah. So that's even even more right. of a throwback. Right. But why would you expose your kids to that? To get it's, it's a piece of history. The punishment game. James, you have no appreciation for how Those humanity great, came to but be. Now James, I can't what imagine if, how useful it is for kids? What if you wanted to play Oregon Trail or whatever whatever yeah, the game nobody is? Nobody wants to play Oregon Trail. <laughs> Everyone wants dysentery. to play Oregon Trail. You die. Everyone wants to play it. You, you died know, of dysentery. Yeah. You know, so I actually have a VM on my Windows PC that runs an old version of of Mac OS. And in the VM, I have a copy of HyperCard. And there's also a game called Oregon Trail. So Well, there we go. Pretty cool. Yep. So Excellent. anyway. Yeah. Should we move on to the next story? What's this survival of the fittest? I guess no one was the fittest in this one, huh? <laughs> Oh, yeah, so... Um, you know, actually, I remember seeing this uh, a while back here. Well, the, well, James and I, we were talking uh, yesterday about more Darwinism and mm-hmm. what's going on with, uh, you know, what's, going on with, what's hold, going on with these people. And then, Hold my beer. <laughs> right. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of... Uh, it's, um, Survival of the fittest. You teach you teach your uh, your kids something, or you subconsciously teach them something, or not something. But yeah, so this one this one's just this one should be under news. Are we in news? Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it's no, it's not nothing to do with any tech. But I just was like amazed. Um, this is, I believe, in. I have the article in front of me, but Alabama. Is it Alabama? Yeah. So the headline <laughs> the headline is Father and Son Killed in Head on Collision After Their Cars Crash into Each Other While Returning Home. So I'm like, what the heck? I'm reading into it, trying to figure out if they, you know, did a a spoof or they, they kind of put that title together wrong. I'm like looking at it, and basically, uh, it says, and should I say the names or? I mean, it's uh, in the article, to. right? It is public. So this comes from uh, People. I guess that's what really that's where I found it. Um, I guess People Magazine, if they're still around. <laughs> I guess <laughs> is it? Uh, well, we are in 1998, after all. So yes, they're still around. Well, the magazines, but do they? I mean, that that could be a subject in itself, but. I'm sure it's all online content. Obviously, this is. But so basically, um, yeah, they, they say Alabama investigators claim that alcohol played a considerable role in this horrific head-on collision that killed a father and son that were driving separate vehicles early Saturday. So Friday night, obviously, they were out drinking. And I guess they were drinking at different spots respectively 
And so, yeah, yeah. Says, says they the, must have been in different places. When I first read the headline, I was like, "How were they like driving next to each other? How did one right. was the son being a fucking retard and like put it in reverse and was trying to race his dad home and was stupid?" But it, they must have been coming from different places. And and it says. Well, it's not very clear, but it does say that both men were returning to their home. Yeah. So I personally think the, well, other than alcohol being heavily involved, uh, the line in here that no seatbelt. Yeah. Neither was wearing a seatbelt at the time of the crash. That that's yeah. And obviously that head on collision. Now, maybe if you're going 60 miles an hour, the forehead, right. Now, maybe if you're going 60 miles an hour and the other car is going 60 miles an hour, it doesn't matter if you're wearing a seatbelt or not. I don't know. It matters. But, I it mean, matters. your your chest is going to be imploded, but it, it you might live. Right. You're not going through the windshield. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, and, and then I really read into it, and I haven't researched uh, this further, but I was thinking, you know what? They were... Both of them. Well, it says uh, Jeffrey Morris uh, Brasher, age 50, and the son, Austin Blaine Brasher, 22. Um, says both of them were killed in the crash that occurred shortly after 4 a.m. on Saturday. So heavy drinking, which you would think, I don't know, maybe uh, that was in the family. Um, but well, they it also is Alabama, were drinking so yes. and driving. I was just thinking, you know, the father... You know, both, both driving pickup trucks, which I like. One a Ford, <laughs> one a Chevy. That's right. So there's definitely some competition. We're getting to the uh, we're getting to the to the base of the issue here. Have you guys seen the pictures of them? Of the people? No. Oh, it's good. Oh man. No, I see the picture that's here in the article that just says "crime scene do not cross," and then it has a, yeah, uh, go- a caption I, I that doesn't Google. make any sense. I yeah. just Googled the, the I, I mean, I, I Googled the accident and all the links came up and I hate images. And there's a picture of the two of them standing together with their arms interlocked. And I'm just like, ugh. And then there's another picture of them oh, standing back to back. They're like, <laughs> you know, really? it's just horrible. Oh, yeah, I see it. Uh, so, well, no, I just, you know. Did they deserve to die, James? I mean. He's like, I mean, maybe. <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy because I'm the, a person. I, the, I believe. I, I believe if you do something stupid, you deserve the consequences of that stupid thing. No, but I mean, do they deserve to die based on those pictures you saw? Well, let me, James. Since you, since you and I have okay. seen have seen this picture, let me ask you a question. It's like maybe no. Is is the father's face really fucking small, or does he have a massive forehead? He's got a small face and like a massive forehead. He's got. Okay. A, he's got. He's, almost he's got like a, a five going on. He's got a five head. Dude, Dude, this doesn't this guy's even got a begin. Six head. He could have been the third main character in Coneheads. It's yeah. ridiculous. We're you oh know what's God. funny? Now I, now I need to Google He's dead. this guy. We're horrible. Yeah. Well, oh, <laughs> but you know what? We'll he hop in the zombie. He's dead. He, He's dead. Who gives a shit? He hit his son. His son hit him. They're both idiots. Oh my God! Oh. Were they playing chicken? Dude, I think they were racing home from the same place. What's the likelihood of this? Right, they couldn't have been from the same place. No, I think I think they said, "I'll beat you home, fucker, you too, fucker," and they fucking you know ran off the other ways. We're gonna wrestle when we get back to the house, you fucker, you know. And one guy left, went ref left, and one guy went right, and the the son raced him home. And I can see that the son looks normal enough. 
normal I mean, enough. So you, what if that happened not... and they came at each other from opposing directions, like on the home stretch, on the street honestly, they lived honestly, in? Honestly, this, this father, he very much looks like someone else's father that I know. You think so? I mean, not not anyone here. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about my dad. I was like, I don't see it necessarily. No, 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 <laughs> okay. No. Someone who's uh, fond of motorcycles. Or whose um, father is fond of motorcycles. Is there race cars involved in the family? Um, Race cars. Hmm. Race cars? No? Okay. I'm thinking of someone else then. Okay. More like... More like fat. Well, yeah. Okay, this is the same person then. <laughs> oh, yeah. It looks a lot like that guy's dad. <laughs> I mean, yeah. obviously it's not. I'm just saying. He's talking about... uh, What's his name? Tough, strong guy, whatever. Tough, fat, bad. Whatever his name is. <laughs> Tough, fat, bad? <laughs> Check us out on our new website, toughfatbad.com. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's a good one, man. That's so I'm writing, I got to write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Register that link. Uh, that's the name of our upcoming book. Yeah, Tough, Fat, Bad. Um, you oh, know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah. 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 Uh, Ryan, we'll explain on. it to you later. Yeah, no worries. No worries. But yeah, so basically, it's whenever I see something like this, and I always, well, I've talked to talk to Michael and James, but just bring it up with you, Evan. I mean, basically I, I really believe, you know, uh, these things happen for a reason or, you know, raising kids, you got, you got to figure it out, you know? Yeah. And some of these parents are just not, they're just not with it or they're just not showing survival techniques, you know, to, to, to live in this life or to live in this world. Sorry. Um, and I don't know, hard to me. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a father myself, but it just, maybe it's, I'm always seeing this. I'm just thinking to myself, you know, this is, this is the easy way to off some of our population. Well, I was, the population is going to be so crazy on this earth. It's like, I was about to, to say something like equally, that. equally crass. I was like, I don't know if they have any, if he had any brothers, but uh, the problem has now solved itself. Well, for right for the twenty-two-year-old at least. I mean, yeah, the offspring, for, for that yeah. for the family and society. Right, right, and and you know, I, I'm not. You know, this is a horrible thing. Obviously, I mean, I wouldn't want it to be upon any family. But I just brought this up. Obviously, now I'm talking serious, but it's kind of you know. I'm not trying to make light of this whole uh, scenario. I just, when I see articles like this, I always think back on, you know, that's the Darwin theory, the survival of the fittest. Mm -hmm. um, and then also just thinking about, man, I think about there are, I'm sure, conspiracies out there, you know, with. Uh... Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now I, I guess I, I guess I'm saying conspiracies, but I, you know, I just think that there's a certain number. They of... knew too much about the pickup industry. They had to go. <laughs> <laughs> what they did they the have truth. on Hillary? They knew the truth. <laughs> well, I, and I think it, I think it, it's to all you know 
human humankind and and maybe you know species in general i mean this happens all the time you know with i think about the deer that get hit in the middle of the road i'm like come on now your mom knew and was telling you as a little bambi you can't be jumping out in front of the cars because that mom survived a whole you know maybe a half lifetime who knows in deer years um <laughs> i don't know i don't know I don't if know they have that conversation is. with their kids oh no they do uh I, it's because i see them all the time uh where i live uh these guys so, in the test I have so deer. much meat wasted well there's deer that come up on the back of my property um and i'm like man i could put an arrow right through them i was about to say you got a bow and arrow well it's quiet there's there's a couple things. The the behind my house is somewhat woodland, but it's not my property. I I talked to some deer hunters, and they just advise not to because you live there. And then once the deer, once you do hit it with the um bow and arrow, which I would you know not let any of that meat go to waste. That would be the primary reason, just to to have fun, you know. Um, wait, wait, if are you I shot go to waste or just for fun? No, heck no. No, no, I'm saying it's for fun to do this. I would, I wouldn't, if I went out with. It's fun to kill. It's fun to kill. No, no, no. It's not a waste. I'm talking about cutting it up, knowing how to cut it. It's fun to butcher things you uh, kill. Jamie's uh, parents' house. It'd be a fun or interesting exercise, is what he means. Mm -hmm. Well, obviously, it's not necessary to live because he can just go to the grocery store and buy food. is enjoyable to him. For me to live, some must die. Well. Have you guys tried Venice like, at all? No. Yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> right. No. I mean, it was it was it was a opener for me. Like thinking it was with soup though, but I was like, I can't believe this is deer. Why aren't we eating deer all the time? People do. And, and Amazingly, exactly people right. do. The people they do. Yeah, it's but like, you can't go buy it in the grocery store. At least not around here. You could probably buy it from an actual butcher. Evan, where is there an actual butcher? In fucking Laurel. On one ninety eight. Have you been there? I tried to go once, but they were closed. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta, you know, you gotta hang that deer up. You gotta hang it up upside well, there's, down. There's gotta, techniques. There's right. a whole cut, thing to it, and you right. gotta you're, cut you're the asshole out first place to do it. Your neighbors Wait. flip their shit if they saw a deer just well, not there only that, draining but, but blood so I talk, into a bucket. Well, guess what though? So this is what I was advised. He said, "Well, the guy that I was talking to, because he shoots all the time, but he said the 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 hard thing with a bow is that they could run." A hundred yards, any direction or further compared to a bullet, they're within the area where you shot them. Um, and obviously it's not on my property. If they go jetting in the back, uh, towards the, the woodlands or the natural park, I believe that's what it is. But, um, so it's, it's, it's really not worth it at all. Um, because then you're going to be dragging it from there back to your house. No, and then it's it. not that type of neighborhood. And then you got to plant a knife on it. Well, so that, you can say you some, were in some cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> right. Come on. You were so uh, defending learned... yourself. <laughs> yeah. I've learned four things. Number one, you need exploding tip arrows. Number two, don't drink a drive. Number three, wear your seatbelt. Number four, stop making stupid people. There you and go. the whole world's a better place. You just summed up this whole podcast. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> we're out. Thank you all for joining us. No, that's good. We, we should. Uh, I was about to say something really stupid and suggest that we all go hunting together. Well, I mean, 
Well, that would very much be the blind uh, leading the blind there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> James and I used to work with a guy who uh, hunted often, and we were like, Bill, take us hunting with you. Take us hunting. He's like, nope, I'm not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to go out with experienced guys. And I went, I've only gone once, I believe, and it was uh, bow hunting. And there's certain, well, around here, I mean, obviously, I don't know. You're, you're going to have to, those bows, you have to have pinpoint uh, accuracy. Yeah, you got to be far, good. As far as exploding bows, I'm not sure if that, you know, really. Exploding tipped mm-hmm. arrows. You don't, want the, arrow, you don't want the bow to explode. Yeah, you don't want the bow to explode. Jesus. It's a joke bow. <laughs> it's like pulling the pin on a grenade and throwing the pin. <laughs> what happened? The deer got him. Yeah, they're vicious. They're a bane of society. We have back. to kill them all. That's right. Oh my goodness! Well, but... this in this area they kind of are actually. But... Mike, get a shotgun, get a permit, get some venison. Okay. Yeah, well, well, we Jamie, we got half Jamie, of that right now. Jamie has uh really. Well, you have a shotgun. Oh, I thought you meant Venice in the in the <laughs> fridge. Oh, yeah. So we got we got meat here. Uh, yeah. So um, I got a couple guys at work who uh, they haven't been in a while, but they used to go hunting like once a year because one of them owns land. Up yeah, in, that's uh, what it is. Up in like Western Maryland somewhere, but every time they went, so they come back. I'm like, so what'd you get? They're like nothing. Like every time, I was like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, because I guess I'm not hunting with these guys then. Unless you care about the ethics of it, or are a conservationist, or are just going with friends, hunting is usually not very productive. Right. Yeah, you probably just need that good guide with you, and they know where the deer sit all the time. Um, yeah, I've done research on deer. Just I think it might have been not research, but a documentary <laughs> <laughs> research. Well, no, the documentary, you know why? It's because... Like you studied them in college? No, no. <laughs> He's the deer I, guy. I, I, I don't know how to explain it, but, you know, I've been... I've been. Uh, there's some programs, obviously, but there's also, uh, with my job, um, man, there's some, there's some areas, you know, I'm driving and I'm seeing the exact, like, herd. And there are, like, 20 of them. And then I, I think it was, like, a PBS documentary they were talking about how the deer only, where, wherever they're born, they only stay within a one square radius mile. They don't go outside that, that mile for some say, reason. Say that one more time. As, like when the, the, a one, the deer? one square mile radius. Okay. Something like, I'm just fucking way around, I guess. But, uh, right. So, so within that one mile. <laughs> And then you just want to do a square. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, so it, it's very interesting. I, I thought it was interesting because I was like always thinking, oh, those are different deer. Those are different deer that I see all the time, like on this one corner or the different deer that are in my backyard, which is uh, it's like two moms and a couple of babies. That's what it is. But um, and I always see them. And since I watched that, that uh I guess it's a documentary. I don't know. Some some guy that really knew about deers. Um, and he was explaining also how the mother teaches the babies to uh, not dart out in the road. But they, he was explaining that it's just like kids. 
Like if you don't tell your kid, hey, don't go, don't uh, cross the road without uh, looking both ways. They're just gonna dart off the the ball. Obviously, if there's a car, they're not paying attention. Yeah. They're young. Boom, they get hit. Same thing with uh, the baby deers. They're kind of just not paying attention, but they were they were showing like um, stuff that the deer do, like uh, when there's humans around or if they're trying to um, cross um, the road and there's cars. The mother, they, they were saying, always is looking, you know, yeah. and then trying to like, you know, gauge, okay, if I go, then my babies need to come. But the babies they were always showing never look both ways, you know. Yeah. Um, I have a suggestion. <laughs> we'll have you on again for a deep dive on deer. But for now, let's no. move on to the next article. Absolutely. Was, was there a deer article? No, no, no. no. I was just explaining, I was just explaining the evolution of, of life and how, you know. <laughs> The the survival of the fittest. <laughs> yep. Wow. All right. Yeah. Too deep for this IO panel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, what do we got next, Mike? This is up. an article that I did not put in, but I can go ahead and talk about it. It's oh, a, I thought you did. I'm sorry. It's is that James's? A rhinoceros that was shot dead by poachers at the mm. French zoo. Oh, that's zoo. fine. Yeah, I heard that. Wait, that's oh, yeah, on that was o, horrible. Oh nose. Yeah, no one talked about that. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Oh nose. Ah, okay. <sighs> Welcome Sorry, to the first episode of the IO panel. It's our first time yeah. doing this. <laughs> we're, we're new we're here. amateurs. Thank you very much. We hope you hope you enjoy the Sorry, show. And stay getting, with us. I'm getting uh, confused. We're talking about deer, and I don't know what's going on. And you know, and now Mike will throw our guest, who it's it really is his first episode. He'll throw our guest under the bus. <laughs> and it please, is my please put our innocent guest under the bus, Michael, for your inadequacies as a seasoned host. I am done. One must be sacrificed. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I thought I was here to collect a monetary prize. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, uh-huh. you right. won. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, this article is just about how 911 service was disrupted uh this past Wednesday for customers who have AT&T wireless. So, I thought it was just a regional thing, but it actually sounds like it might have been a nationwide thing. Um, so for about two or three hours on Wednesday night, if you tried to call 911 from your AT&T cell phone, it just didn't work for whatever reason. So you would have had to call using a alternate number or call from a, anyone but AT&T. I wonder what happened to their stock. Like, how much is this going to damage them? I mean, people stopped driving Saabs and it practically ruined that company because of one thing in the 80s. I can only imagine what this is going to do to AT&T. Like... You already feel like my phone barely works, and now you're like, "Oh shit, I might not be able to dial nine one one like they'll never live this down. I have a feeling it will have virtually zero effect. I don't think so you know i heard I heard this, but it was through something else. It was like the actual operators in washington d c the service of nine one one shut down previously hmm. But it sounds I mean, this vaguely is familiar. Well, this is something completely different. This is from the actual user. What's well, kind of maybe the same thing, but that was in the actual uh, Washington D.C. district area. Did uh, did a family of deer chew through some of their fibers? I don't know. I think I think something like that. I think oh, the deer, deer was in well, the windshield. Well, Orion, <laughs> we'll let you we'll let you research then, that. 
Yeah, since, we'll, we'll circle back. Right. Since right. you can, um, you know, <laughs> you're our you're uh, our you're our deer guy. Or what's, I am the what, deer expert. What's right. our what's the? We'll have to find out what the technical Jeez. term is for deer. I have and, to start uh, watching those. Uh, you know, like like programs. cephalopod or what? You know, it's not that, but whatever it is for a. For <laughs> well, a they deer. are mammal. They do not come from eggs. They're not hatched. Yep. Right. Well, we'll let we'll let Orion sort all that out. That's oh my okay. goodness. So, all right. So yeah, that's it. So yeah, I thought this was interesting, James. I don't think this will affect their stock at all. But uh, what do I know? I don't. I know mean, so about- here's the thing: you both, you and Evan, use Verizon and have used Verizon for many years. I used T-Mobile for a long time, and I basically lived in a state of constant uncertainty as to whether the phone was going to work. And in my my attitude toward T-Mobile deteriorated more and more over time. When I first got the phone, I said, "Oh, it'll be like every other phone." But there was a little like little inkling of like maybe it won't work some places, but I was like it won't be a big deal. But the more I used the phone, the more unreliable I realized it was. And hmm. now, you know, toward the end of my situation with them, I was like this is like the worst service I ever had. So, I like I'll never use T-Mobile again because of that. So I could see people not going to buy an AT&T phone because if you dealt with that uncertainty before, you won't even want to possibly chance it again. You know? Interesting. Now, me personally, I know this is probably unfounded, but I've always thought of AT&T as a not reliable carrier, like on on par with Sprint or T-Mobile. Me too. Now, obviously, that is not the case. Otherwise, they wouldn't be the number one or number two carrier uh, in the United States. I think it's name recognition. Is why they're number one, number two. I thought I, I do not think they're reliable. I think they're as reliable as T-Mobile, which is not saying much. Um, I'm I'm sure they're more reliable than T-Mobile, to be honest. But who isn't? I'm more reliable than T-Mobile. So. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, I don't know. I may it could be that my my impression of them stems from eight, the AT and T of like 15 years ago. Where right. it was really a different company, and there was a separate company called Singular. Oh yeah, forgot about Singular. And then Singular ended up buying AT and T, and then renamed themselves AT and T. So really? that's I... that's what this company is. Oh, so this is really Singular. Garbage. Or, or what Singular was? Well, Singular was a a very large company, and I don't know if it's reliable or not. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. Is AT&T um, one of the Bells? Well, did we, Bell we, become MCI yeah. and then someone We could we could go AT&T down that rabbit hole if you want, yeah. but uh That's a whole other show, right? Yeah, that's uh Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, AT&T is Southern Southern Bell. I think well, AT, well, AT&T <laughs> used to run from was Evan, maybe you know. I don't know. Wasn't wasn't AT&T the the phone company and then they had to divide it up into everybody? What, that's some antitrust region- thing? We got yeah, so we have the regional. That's why we had you know Bell Atlantic and Bell you know this and oh, Bell that. I, I don't know. Um, Episode fifty two deep dive into the United States telecommunication infrastructure. And you know how so AT and T does anyone know what it means? Uh, Atlantic, Atlantic telephone and telecom. No idea. It doesn't mean that American telephone and telegraph. I think. Let's bring back the telegraph. Well, you know, there's a Japanese company called NTT. Yeah. And that's the same thing, but it's the the Japanese word for Japan. Nippon? 
Yeah. It's Nippon Telephone and Telegraph. Fascinating. Yeah. Hashtag Team Red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Big Red for life. That's right. Um, James's favorite gum. No. Yeah. And, and James, you know, uh, T-Mobile has always been shitty, right? Yeah. You're just trying to, are you just figuring that out? Well, I mean, <laughs> he's, he's new. I'm new. He's got here. <laughs> All right. On that note, let's go to my article. Uh, I plan on getting one in this week. Excellent. Um, Excellent. So uh, basically, I heard about this yesterday, and I was kind of shocked. Um, a white rhino, which if anyone knows anything about white rhinos, they're not really white. They're just like filthy. Um, <laughs> a white rhino in the Paris Zoo, super rare, poachers went in and fucking shot it and butchered it in the fucking enclosure and cut its horn off and then rolled out. That's ballsy. Like in Dude, the middle of the night or something. that's bold as fuck. Like in the middle of the night or something. Yeah, in the middle of the night. That is bold as fuck. Dude, that's they, crazy. Yeah, and they took, um, so the mm. horn goes for something like, uh, what did I put here? Uh, I think the horn was for like 60,000 US per pound. Yeah. You know, they grind it up and then you like, I don't know, take it well, early. I don't know what you do with it. It's an aphrodisiac in China. I'm sure it doesn't work though. It doesn't work at all. It's like if you just ate fingernails, it's the same thing. Human horn? Yeah. Fries, lower horn, jerked. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? um, So I didn't hear about that story, but uh, something I saw like last week was that some uh, tech savvy poachers were sort of hacking slash tracking the GPS signal from the phones of people who were protecting endangered animals to like find out where they were and then they would go kill them. So I have heard something like that before. I also heard, and there's a special about this. There's a couple specials that are on my list, but there's one of these army rangers and special operations guys who are like retired, and now they like go hunt the poachers. Yeah, you know, and they're like running. So there's like they're running through the woods with like fucking fifty cal sniper rifles, fucking like <laughs> shooting poachers at two miles out or whatever craziness. James found your calling. Oh, dude, I would love to do that. I would fucking love to See, do that's that. See, wh- that's how I want to hunt a deer. <laughs> hunt a human who is hunting a deer? No, I want to... Well, I mean, we could do that. You know, the no, most cunning prey of all. Lazy. You'd, you'd walk, like, about, like, fucking 50 yards, and you'd be like, man, fuck that deer, it's too far away. <laughs> no, I need, a, I need a sniper rifle. I need to be in an elevated <laughs> position. You and, need a scope. Yeah. You need a spotter. It's like windage, elevation, whatever. When Blah, Evan's there you next know. to you, he's like, Evan's like, send it. You know? <laughs> Fire no, between heartbeats. Yeah, he's like, two ticks up, send it. <laughs> no, I need that uh, I need that gun. We you want to see the pink before. mist? Well, what's you, it called? Exactly. The, you need uh, the gun from Jackal. Oh, oh that too. But no, what's the gun? Is it Tracking Point? Is yep. that what it's called? Oh, yeah, the Tracking Point, yeah. The $25,000 gun or something? Yeah, some craziness. And then Microsoft, uh, is it Microsoft that has a chip in it? Probably. Oh, I, I don't know, but it comes with an iPad. <laughs> right. I know you let's, go, let's go hunting with uh, mortars. 
will add some real skill to it. Uh, I prefer to I prefer to, to to hunt with anti personnel mines. <laughs> Bouncing Bettys. Oh yeah. Shred them up. Now I want the kind, you know, where it says like front toward enemy. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. A claymore? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Can you, uh, so can you, you set up an L-shaped, an L-shaped ambush for the for the deer? <laughs> the deer have to wander into your ambush. Can you, I'm the most patient hunter of all. I you set re- up a trap. I set up. Can ambush you remote detonate a claymore? Of huh? course. Can you remote detonate a claymore? Yeah, you can. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you just get Dude, a bunch geez. of those. <laughs> then go s- sort through the meat paste. Yeah, you spit ball bearings out of your ma- out of your, after you barbecue that meat out. You bet. That'd suck. Well, that'd be like you know, back in the like frontier days. You know, it's like 1850. You know, where you're eating fucking rabbit and you're spitting out hey, fucking hey, pellets. This isn't Back to the Future, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you know what's up. See, I, yeah, I do. I'm an expert on history. Mm-hmm. Me too. And time travel. Yep. So uh, next article, I think that's yours, Mike. What do we got? Right. So we have the the Department of Justice here. They developed a hack that, well, really, the, I think the FBI uh, developed the hack. But the Department of Justice um, decided to dismiss a case against a a child pornographer. And so basically, they they the FBI developed a hack to hack the Tor network so they could track someone who was using Tor. Mm -hmm. But rather than continue to prosecute this case against someone that they um, found was dealing in child pornography, they just decided to to dismiss the case because they didn't want to reveal the details of the hack during the court case. Yeah. Police departments do this all the time. With their, um, what are they called? Not stingers. Or stingray? Is it stingray devices? Oh. Like the fake cell towers? Right. Yeah. I I can't remember. So, like, they would rather, they got, if they got evidence by the the stingray device, and and the judge asks, where'd you get this evidence? They're like, oh, case dropped. We'd rather keep operating this device than prosecute. Hmm. So, yeah, it's fucked up, though. I wish there was a way to, like, those things bother me. They really bother me. Yeah. What? Those those fake cell towers and, you know, these guys hacking tour and everything else like that. It's a war on information, man. I mean, honestly, I don't care whatever, but they should have to put it this way. You shouldn't even begin to, like, basically what they're doing is they're, like, taking a pebble and they're throwing it into a pond and... If they hit the if they hit a fish, they're just like, "Oh, we meant to do that." Here, right. here's the information. We meant to do that, and then when the judge says, "Well, how did you know the fish was there?" Never mind. And it's like, <laughs> dude, you know, if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna cast a net, then you got to be willing to fucking. That's how the system works, you know. Don't even start if you can't go in with your eyes open and be like, "This is, how, this is what we did." But James. We all know that it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. Ugh. Yeah, that's true. Sad, but it's true. Unfortunately. Yep. Now, well, on a somewhat related note, 
moving on to uh, Stranger Danger. There's a bunch of links in here. I think, Mike, a lot of these are related, right? Or kind of different parts of the same thing. Please, God, Mm -hmm. I hope they're related. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of them are related. There's too many links in this. (laughs) There's actually quite a few. It's 36 links in here. (laughs) So, uh, WikiLeaks um, recently released a set of documents depicting some some shady CIA shit. Um, this is is it called Vault Seven, Mike? Is yeah. that like the name they gave the release or the name of the the CIA package? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, the documents supposedly came from an isolated high security network inside the CIA's Center for Cyber Intelligence in Langley, Virginia. And um, they show a lot of the tools. Well, I say a lot, but quite a few. Who knows how many there actually are? Uh, tools employed by the CIA to gather intelligence and participate in in cyber warfare. Um, the documents do date from 2013 to 2016, and apparently seem to be authentic, according to current and former intelligence officials. Um, now some. It, this sort of broken into sections, some that are up applicable um, or in use for embedded devices, some that are more like general purpose, some that are OS specific and such. Um, some that that stuck out in my mind or in, in my view are uh, Quark Matter, Mike. It's a boot level rootkit for Apple devices. Uh-oh. That's in uh, the embedded attacks. So I guess that would be like iPhone, iPad. Um, MacBook Air. Are mm. those all considered embedded devices, basically? I don't know if a MacBook Air would be, but... Does that have a separate hard drive, or is it, like, soldered onto the uh, to the main board there? Oh, well, these days, yeah, a lot of the Macs have uh, that kind of storage. Okay. So... Maybe not universally applicable. Um, there's one that I can't really pronounce, GYR Falcon. Um, also for embedded devices, it tracks the client of an open SSH connection and can collect username, password, and connection information from that connection. So that's pretty fucked up where everyone's like, oh, SSH makes, means it's secure. No. Nah. But again, with all this, we shouldn't really be surprised. We know the government can basically get into whatever they want. Um, there's one called Weeping Angel that's... Uh, an implant kit for certain models of Samsung smart TVs that can be used as a listening device and a network monitor. There's one called Time Stomper, which can modify uh, timestamps on files to meet operational needs. Um, and then one of the other ones that was kind of cool, it's, a, it's, it's not really a tool, but it's a team called Umbridge. Which basically like col- collects and collates um, various hacking tools that are already in use by other groups and and that they find on the internet. And so what they'll do is uh, either use those tools themselves, try to modify slightly. So if they use them and get caught, they'll be like, "Oh, this you know this hacking team has a history of doing that. They obviously did it. We didn't do that." So just pretty shady stuff. Do you see this one? The net. The net. Network configuration tool that imitates real-world internet and internet traffic, in- internet conditions in a set of fictional corporations, Umbrella, Abstergo, etc. Yeah, there's a lot of bullshit in there. 
It's crazy. Obviously, Umbrella's from, you know, and Abstergo's from... Resident Evil? No, Abstergo's from uh, that other one. Uh, the one that just came, it was a movie, Assassin's Creed. The, the bad guys in oh. Assassin's Creed is Abstergo. It's just funny, like, this is obviously made by a bunch of fucking, like... Well, the kind of guys who work with all of us. Yeah. So Dr. Boom, World of Warcraft character. If you go down to the, uh, the operational, yeah, the operational support branch, yeah. there's a, there's a package called Ricky Bobby and it like, listen, it's the, <laughs> Ricky it, Bobby. it's for compromising DLLs and scripts that sends info to a listening post server app named Cal. And like, yes, they're both Talladega Nights references. Nice. Right. That is right. So, and the one actually right below it, Fight Club, which sort of infects standalone versions of some software that we're all familiar with, that one could be very effective. Because I personally have used standalone VLC, standalone Office. So. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That actually ties in nicely with the. Um... The next article in the mm-hmm. in the series here. Oh, I thought I thought you were about to say uh, that that goes into uh, Ricky Bobby's father. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not first, oh, you're last. Oh, that was great. <laughs> no, Mike's um, like, you know I'm, where I'm, I'm at. Ne- I've never uh, I've never seen that. So, dude, oh, it's pause. A, it's hilarious. Time out. Time out. We'll, we'll pause on the Will podcast. Ferrell. Go watch yeah. that fucking movie. Come back in an hour and forty minutes, and we'll continue. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, Sha- Sasha, uh, is that his name? Cohen. Sasha Baron right. Cohen. Oh uh, yeah. Right, oh right. yeah, the Italian guy. <laughs> the Perrier uh, water was his sponsor. Yep. And and um, well, Ricky Bobby was Will Ferrell, but his sponsor was Wonder Bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was NASCAR. Uh, mm-hmm. James, I know you're staring into space. Did you he's fine. I'm sure he's seen it. Mike, you need to watch it. <laughs> yeah, but please, it. please continue with your security the analysis. Fire, he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, um, what you're talking about with those uh, with that Fight Club thing there, Evan. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this article, they named some some software that was specifically targeted, and one of them is Notepad++. Yes. So Notepad++ has actually just released an update to counteract what the CIA has been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've released now 7.3.3 of Notepad++, which apparently they were the CIA had um, replaced a DLL with their own DLL. In the mainline distribution, or like, I mean, just if if they compromised your PC. Okay, right. And so now this version of Notepad Notepad Plus Plus, when it launches, it'll verify that that DLL is the correct DLL. Mm-hmm. And if it isn't, it won't launch. Nice, good, good on them. But you know, they they put a whole thing in here, and they say, um. It says this doesn't prevent the the Notepad plus plus exe from being replaced with a modified Note, Notepad plus plus exe 
if the CIA has is controlling your PC anyway. Yeah, or know? faking network traffic to falsely confirm that it's okay. Right. So, yeah, you know, if they want keep, in, they're going to get in. You know, keep that in mind. But uh, you know, they're Notepad Plus Plus is trying to do what they can to secure it, but there's only so much you can do. You know. Yeah. Um, the other one they they mention in this article is uh, you know VLC. And so, it plays everything, man. Well, yeah, they say it's, they they Video Land who makes VLC. They said, um, it's not actually a, a vulnerability in VLC itself, but the result of downloading downloading it from an untrusted source. Oh yeah, so like it's not really a vulnerability, so. If you Man. go to download VLC and you're on a site with like seven different download now buttons, you're not you're on the wrong site. Yeah, you're in the wrong place. Yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly. They're all different. Yeah. So going on to the next article, which is again very much related. Um I mean, I don't, I don't need to read all these things here, but it just talks about. It says seven things that happened after WikiLeaks dumped the CIA hacking files. So one of the things was the CIA responds, you know, we're just doing our job, but we don't spy on Americans, right? That's what they said. <laughs> and then, of course, Julian Assange of WikiLeaks says we might have evidence that the CIA illegally spied on Americans. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> And then, of course, people are pissed that the CIA has knowledge of all these zero-day vulnerabilities, but hasn't, you know, disclosed them because obviously they don't want them to get fixed. Because then, how are they going to spy? Right. 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 So, let me ask you a question: Of mm-hmm. all of the intelligence agencies operating on behalf of this country, wouldn't the CIA be like the one you most expect to spy on you, or would that be the FBI? It should be the it should be the FBI or the NSA. That I expect okay. the most. I, I I've always kind of believed that the CIA is spying, but not on us, but but for us. Okay. You know? I've always assumed the NSA and the the NSA and to a lesser well, really the NSA is listening to us, and the FBI is not really listening to us, but. You know, well, I just kind of thought, oh, they don't have the instruct. They're just like a very advanced police force. You know what well, I mean? Prior to all the revelations that we've learned, you know, in the last few years about the NSA, the NSA should have only been listening to overseas stuff or things involving yeah. overseas. You know, like if you called the UK, they might be listening to that phone call. But if you call your mom, who's still in the, you're in the United States, she's in the United States, they shouldn't have anything you know, to do with that. It's outside their jurisdiction. Right. But of course now we know that's not the case, at least not anymore. Right. Well, um, does, does the secret service do much anymore? They used to have a, a fairly large part in. Well, if you look at the movie hackers, intelligence, if you look at the movie hackers, apparently they, they deal with hackers. Okay. Um, which I don't believe, but, uh, <laughs> They, Only uh, when you hack banks across state lines, right? R- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. I think they. I think they only have something that they would only have something to do with 
investigative stuff if it was against the U.S. Treasury. Right. That's the only right. way they'd be involved. Not Although about. I'm not even banks. sure how much they're involved with the Treasury anymore. I don't know if their mission has changed at all. Because, you know, now they're not under the Department of Treasury. They got moved to the uh, Department of Homeland Security. Uh... Right. So, I mean, I'm sure they still do. Um, stuff. I'm sure they still do. So, according to this <laughs> this article, it says they still do financial crimes. So, counterfeit U.S. currency and investigate major fraud. And then their other thing they they do, which we all know them for, is you know protection. Right. So they do presidents, vice presidents, past presidents. Uh, visiting heads of state, which is interesting, and foreign embassies. Hmm. There you go. So, yeah, no, I I would think for everything domestic, it would be the FBI who handles most of the uh, most investigations. You know, unless it's just your local police department. But we should talk about worldwide police forces. I'm curious about uh, Interpol, but that's for another time. Or Europol? That's for another time. (laughs) Yes, sir. All right. Well, I I encourage everyone to go check out this article. Just because it's interesting. lists a lot of stuff about what's going on with this whole Vault 7 thing. So, yep. Check that out. Um, Next, we kind of touched on this in the the first article that Evan mentioned. But um, I just thought this was interesting because it very much made the, the mainstream here. Because I saw this article on WTOP.com. It says, how can I stop my TV from spying on me? Can't. And so, of course, they discover, or they discuss in this article, how all these documents leak can, you know, lead to everyday devices being used against you, including your, your smart TV. Right, obviously. So, what can be done to prevent a compromised internet-connected device from communicating with spies? Not much, if you don't want to sacrifice the benefits of the device. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so basically, don't have a smart TV. Go live in a cabin in the woods. Be afraid. (laughs) It's virtually impossible to not have a smart TV these days. Um, One thing, it might have been Steve Gibson or someone who was talking about the whole like segregating your internet of things devices have like a separate mm-hmm. wireless network for only those things. Yep. Um, but even then, I mean, it would, if, unless you block all outbound traffic, I guess it would still, uh, send off your, all, everything it's monitoring. So do you think the traffic going out of your TV is encrypted? Like, shouldn't no. there be a way, shouldn't it, huh? Definitely not. So shouldn't there be a way to see if what the CV is sending out? Uh, like yeah. If the, you... if the if the if the TV is sending like with some like I think someone's gonna have to make I think we're gonna see routers that have VLANs some kind of VLANing already built into them, and I think we're gonna see someone make a router that has the ability to be like what traffic is going out. Like everyone in in ten years, everyone will have a cybersecurity sta- stance, you know, going on in their house to some extent. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you can the government and other and outside entities. 
I don't think nearly as many people care about that as we I would think like. more of this stuff's going to happen. I think more it's, of this stuff's going to happen. It's happen for sure. Yeah. But I, I think people will just ignore it because it doesn't affect their daily life as far as they can tell. But if you, I mean, DDWRT, Tomato, there's a bunch of third-party router firmwares that have VLANs. There's even some decent off-the-shelf routers that you can configure VLANs on. Um, it'd be interesting to see if any manufacturers sort of bundle in a feature without installing the third-party firmware that's like a, uh, you know, if something is... Uh, if if it it can recognize that it's your TV that's connecting, it will automatically segregate that and block outbound traffic or something. Like if it has certain that's probably easy predefined plans. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but because we can tell what's we can tell what it, we can tell what you know we can. There's lots of information a computer will give you when it connects, so yeah. we can assume that if something's not a computer or not a phone, because we know what those things look like, then it needs to be segregated. Yeah, you can set up a Wireshark machine on your network. What? Yeah. <laughs> you talking about Tennessee again? Mm-hmm. My, around some of those water fountains. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're talking, oh about se- you're talking about segregation. Okay, okay. Yo, I'm excited <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. That's right. He's like, uh, yeah, that's color with a U. <laughs> hey, 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 now. Hey. Precision of language. All right. Anything else uh, in in Stranger Danger, Mike? Yeah, we got another one here. This is a little different, not quite related. This is a new bill that they're um, thinking of introducing in the United States Congress that would be an amendment to the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, and it would let let the hacker let the hacked the victim. Hack back. So Wait, right now, government assistance, or if they can, no, no, no. Just like, well, it could be, you know, it could be a company or something. It doesn't matter. But or with a machete. No, no, no. So, so right now, let's say you discover you've been hacked somehow, or you're you're the you know whatever. It doesn't matter. The Impossible. Point is, the point is, right now, you couldn't you couldn't do anything about it. As in, you couldn't like hack back and disable their system, even if you were allowed, you know, even if you were capable of doing that, you're not legally allowed to do that. Because that is illegally, you know, accessing someone's system, which is against the law. So this has been a problem that a lot of security companies and stuff have been wrestling with for a while because lots of times they can go in, they're like, oh, we could just go in and disable this entire botnet, but it's technically illegal, you know, because... That would be accessing some other someone's system without authorization. Right. So this would be to allow a little more leeway with that kind of stuff. So legal retaliation? Yes. I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But will it go too far? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, so this is legal retaliation then. Yeah. And not like, I'm going to call Jeff and he's going to hack these fuckers back. He's doing some forensic shit. Well, get in legal is in not against the law. Okay, so yeah, I hope maybe this is the maybe of the world. Maybe it is Jeff. You know, dude, this I don't know. takes us down the road of like people walking down the street with their own guns. I'm down. I'm with it, dude. I'm ready. Is, are you limited to the to using the same or similar force that was used against you, or you can, or can you, as I'm a fan of, take it to the next level? 
and crush them. It probably it just says anyway. crush. It just says Time here. Um, it says and empowers victims to make use of limited defensive measures that exceed the boundaries of one's network in order to stop and identify digital attackers. Yeah, says. there's going to be companies who are going to help people do this. This is going to be a whole new world. This is this if this passes, it will bring cybersecurity to the forefront in a way that we haven't seen yet. Because this will make it be like this will make it be the kind of thing that you would watch Oprah and you'll say Oprah, "Oh, we're having infosec come on today. They're going to tell us about uh some of the things they've some ways they've helped people." It's going to that that would be awesome if that would happen because it would bring it to the forefront. Yeah. Everyone gets a Gibson. You get a sure. Gibson. You get a Gibson. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So another another little thing here. Um, a company that is responsible for a lot of the unwanted spam in the world. Supposedly, this company sends up to a billion unwanted messages a day. Yep. They accidentally revealed their entire operation <laughs> by by failing to secure a a backup that was available online. I was like an, an open database someone found or a not a not a non-secured database. It doesn't really say it just says uh it says these people discovered an unsecured and publicly exposed repository of computer backup files containing damning information <laughs> about this uh, company, River City Media. Awesome. You know what that reminds me of? Um, I only I only interacted with this guy once, but there was a customer who came into CompUSA way back when, uh, you know, obviously when I worked there. And I, I actually carried something out to his car for him, I think, and we got to talking. And I asked him what he did, and he was like, oh, I run uh, I run a big spam network, email spam network. I was like... Really, you fucker? Really? He's like, yeah, it's super profitable. Thanks, bye. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> wow. Good old CompUSA. Yeah. yeah. Remember, uh, remember uh, David Chappelle coming in there? I was not there. And then um, I saw Wonder Woman. I guess. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, Mar- Linda Carter Margo, was there. Linda Carter. Yeah. Yeah, I remember... He's uh, going to say Margot Kidder. David Chappelle, I guess, maybe still has a house in the area. But uh, I remember Manute Bull. Do you guys remember? I know who that is, yeah. He came who? in. Who? <laughs> Manute Bull. Never heard it's, of him. It's sports, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Is it touch pass? Nah, that guy's like no, seven, seven, maybe. I don't know. I'm like looking at the end of his tie. <laughs> it's bounce basket. Uh, it's a uh, oh, bounce that, pass. I see. Yeah, that, bounce pass. That favorite sport you played in elementary school? That's right. Dodgeball. If you can <laughs> dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> no, well, the only sport that we know, uh, Mr. Michael played in elementary school. Golf. Hopscotch. <laughs> <laughs> basketball which was previously discussed on this podcast this i don't remember that at all good oh. good for you guys for remembering wow yeah well evan I, I must say i was pretty pretty impressed <laughs> even yeah. though it's elementary school i was like really that's remarkable oh what my a, goodness 
What a talent we have here. And then it all slid downhill from there. <laughs> That's right. And now I'm the success I am today. So, <laughs> As are we all. <laughs> the non-playing basketball. Yeah. All right. We got, only got uh, a couple more, more? L- little tiny things here. So over 1 million passwords. Hacked Gmail and Yahoo accounts are on sale on the dark web. So there's a, it's a hundred thousand Yahoo accounts acquired in 2012. Another 145,000 acquired in 2013. And then almost a million Gmail accounts um, also acquired between 2010 and 2016. Hmm. So folks change your passwords. Um, if you can turn on two factor authentication, whatever that is, not, I'm not doing that for your platform. I have that enabled on my Yahoo account and my Gmail account. It's too much of a hassle. I'm not doing that. Some accounts I cannot do it, like my bank account. Can't be done. Awesome. Can't be done. Yep. Who who would ever want to get into a bank? Right. Exactly. But my email, that's fucking. That's your life. Impenetrable. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, just poor Yahoo. I really wish they'd catch a break because I have stock in their company and I want them to do well. <laughs> and by proxy, yourself. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, another thing here, the Confide app that I think we've talked about a few times now. Mm-hmm. It is. It has been used recently by White House staffers, and it's. It has been found to be vulnerable. Excellent. So, yeah. Unfortunately, it says uh, the company can read your messages also if they wanted to. So, like on their servers, kind of. That's nice. Mm-hmm. And their the databases on their servers are out in the open, right? Oh yeah, you just hit hit the port fourteen thirty three and you're good to go. Google find confide open <laughs> database and they all pop up. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean it says here they've uh, you know up, rolled out updates to the app and they fixed everything and blah blah blah. But yeah, I've heard that before. You know, whatever. Yeah. But do they have two factor authentication? Oh. Oh, well, it didn't really apply to that, you know. Okay. It's not the, you know, signing into your, it's not signing into the app that's the problem. It's uh, Yeah, the whole lack of records is kind of their thing, right? Right. Well, it's kind of like that, um, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but there's a Mark Cuban app that's kind of similar, but not. Yeah. yeah. Waterboard or something. <laughs> I don't think it's waterboard, <laughs> but yeah. It's um, dumb. So like where things just they uh yeah we, cyber we dust cyber dust it doesn't That's too like many it's things. Waterboarding. It's weird I don't even know it's what's like it's like it's like Twitter but everything vanishes after a while which what the hell's the point I don't know I don't know That's it's like taking a good idea and making it really shitty Yeah no people took this whole like people saw, people saw Snapchat became famous and. They started attacking it like they did with the Uber. They're like, oh, the Uber of this, the Uber of that. Like, what can we deliver to your house? 
you know? And the same thing happened to Snapchat. People were like, this thing became big all of a sudden. Kids love this. Let's make an app where things disappear. And I was like, that's dumb, because how are you going to make money? All the content disappears, you know? Yeah. Like, you know. If, unless your product's so riveting that people want to use it. And I played with Cyberdisc for a while. It's just fucking dumb. It's just a fucking dumb app. It's just, I'm, it's so confusing, and the UI is so nasty. It's just... It's too much. It's like, is it a social network? Is it this? Is it that? And then there's like hashtags and all this weirdness going on. It's just very strange. Well, you win some. I like Mark some. Cuban, but I don't like the app. Yeah. I think that uh, signals. It's another mobile app. The end of uh, Stranger Danger. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry for boring you so intensely with our important internet speak. <laughs> Which actually, if you guys knew, like when we talked about making this podcast, Stranger Danger was like the core of what this podcast is about. Yeah, <laughs> supposed to be, you know. And it kind of ran off into like you know all kinds of craziness. Um. Anyway, like, you got anything for Audible? There's nothing in there. I, I read a couple books, but I mean, nothing so amazing that I want to put in there. Um, I mean, just what we talked about earlier today. I don't know if I mentioned it last the week. Circle series. Uh, I might have mentioned it last week. I'm not sure, but yeah, I'm re- I'm in the middle of reading the Circle series right now. Well, I'm reading the first book. So far, I'm liking it. It's pretty interesting. Um, it's called the Circle series because there was originally three books, and now there's four books. But supposedly, you can start reading any of the books in any order. Well, not in any order, but you could read the third book and then read the first book, then the second book or whatever. And it doesn't really matter. The story will still make sense. So, so book one came out at the end and Michael's reading it from book one, but our friend read book one as the last book. Huh? And she's like, Oh yeah, it just goes around. And I like, it's crazy. It's very interesting. Honestly, I think that's like a pretty, Interesting concept for a book. I, I I almost want to read it just to find out how they pull that off and if they pull it off successfully. Yeah, it that's does it. sound Black interesting. By Ted Decker. Yeah, oh yeah, we did talk about that. <laughs> oh, we did. Okay. All right. Well, we were making fun of the names. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Black and green and red, and the the colors were all different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, So, as you know, our sponsor of the podcast is Audible. If you want to check out uh, audibletrial.com forward slash iopanel, you can get a free 30-day membership and a book of your choice, which you get to keep, even if you don't want to keep the membership. Um, We are fans, so check it out. Hopefully you will enlighten yourself with some some good reading. Uh, Nothing for sci-fi. James, you want to talk about some games? Yeah, so even though I wasn't going to do it because I didn't have any money, I spent the little money I had and bought um, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Disappointed. Um, yeah. <laughs> Disappointed.com. Yeah, I know, it's horrible. Uh, but, my God, this is probably going to be the game of the year. It's probably the finest video game I've ever played. It's fucking amazing. As far as, like, shooters go, you know? It's the Shoot. kind of it's like probably the closest a major AAA studio has come to making a game that you'll want to play in three months, three months from now. 
Like, you know how every game company is striving now to make, to reach that WoW World of Warcraft status where they can make a game and pump DLC out and keep getting you to buy more DLC? And uh, The Division was a miss. Uh, A lot of the other Ghost Recon games were like, they were good, but you'd play them and like, after three months you're like, okay, I beat this game, I'm done with it. Now that time frame's got even shorter, now it's like... Three weeks, you beat it, and everyone's beat it, and now the news cycle on YouTube forces you to a new game, and it's like, that game's done. You know? But Ghost Recon Wildlands, my god. It's so much. There's so much fucking content. It's crazy. Like, you could probably play that game for 60 hours and not beat it, because some of the missions are so hard, and there's always a bad guy around every corner, and... You know, if you act, play tactically, it's an amazing game. I mean, earlier before uh, we this this podcast, you know, I was able to squeeze in a couple hours of play, and you know, I was playing with three guys, and they were outside the base, and I went into the base, the enemy base, and one guy was laying on his bunk, and I just saw his foot, and I pulled out my revolver, and I walked around the thing, my silence, I walked right up to him and shot him in the face. <laughs> And it just, obviously that's a really fucked up thing to do, but it's just a fucking game, but you feel so fucking ninja when you play in this fucking game. Like, you feel like some kind of secret squirrel ghost motherfucker, like some crazy, it's just amazing. The game, and and the shooting mechanics are satisfying as fuck, the sniping, satisfying as fuck, bullet drop is there and it's real. Um, The running speeds, nice. Vehicles, nice. They fixed all the driving problems. Everything about this game is really good. You're inspired to communicate, and you're, I mean, incentivized to communicate and incentivized to do team play. I mean, it's better than the beta. They've really listened and fixed a lot of things. The biggest problem with the game, I think, is the AI. The AI is, the, 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 when you're playing solo, you have three AI teammates, and they are the worst. Like, (laughs) like, put it this way, they're good for, because you can't, there's no way, like, if you get shot... Uh, a, a teammate has to come heal you. So you'll lay there and bleed out for 40 seconds or whatever, or, f- you know, I guess 40 seconds, and the teammate has to come and pick you, has to come get you up in those 40 seconds, otherwise you die and that's it, and you respawn. Um, so they're, they're good for that, but, like, what happens is you'll go into a mission, and they're so fucking clumsy, and they'll just walk right into the line of sight of one of the bad guys and get and, and the alarm will go off, and you'll lose all your stealth element, it's just a mess. So playing with them, basically what you have to do is you have to tell them you have to hold, tell them to hold, wait outside like 150 yards out away from the mission, the AO. Then you walk in and just hope to God you don't get killed. Because as soon as you get killed, they spawn in the base randomly and come after you and try to heal you. It's awesome, but it's bad because then the game becomes unplayable. Like, and these, the, the levels, the levels and bosses are so fucking hard that you cannot play it. You can't play it loosey goosey. Like you can't just fucking run, run in and just go guns blazing. It's, it's an awesome game. It's, it's fucking amazing. It's a really question. Yeah. Uh, I don't really play much single player of any game because yeah. I only play like one game and it's all online mm-hmm. is 60 hours. Like a good, is that like a landmark performance? I mean, I think when you're playing, and I mean, I'm I mostly played when I played a lot of games that weren't online. I played them 
solo. I mean, I played a solo player. I played through the mission, and I'd never play a game again. So a good example is like Black Ops, the first Black Ops, or Call of Duty, the first Call of Duty I ever played. I mean, I was able to beat that game in probably like 10 hours, you know? Okay. And if you just do the story missions, it would probably take you... In, in If you just do the story missions, it would probably take you about 60 hours to beat them. And I only say that because they're so challenging, and there's a million ways to approach everything. And the enemies rove, and there's helicopters that are on a, a pattern all over the place that are flying around. And if they spot you, they shoot at you on, on immediately, you know. So there's some nonsensical things happening in the game. But there's also it's very challenging, and I, I've been playing it on extreme, uh, which is fun. It's fun as hell, and I want to graduate up to ghost mode. Ghost mode, there's no visual aids, there's no HUD. It's purely totally realistic. There's no mini map, nothing. It's just a wide open screen, and there's a there's uh, four guys online who play. Uh, their website, their YouTube page is called Force Force Four Specialists or whatever, and they play co-op tactical games these guys listening and watching them play the game is amazing because they play with no none of the visual aids for spotting enemies no none of that it's it looks like real life so they're just running up and they're talking to each other and they're doing everything tactically trying with the minimum the minimum amount of force trying to like maximize stealth working as a team and you can tell they're all like four army guys or something like that or four guys who know too much about military strategy for their own good but it's really fun to watch them play. And, I mean, you guys know me. I love watching people play video games on YouTube because I'm, like, sick. So, right. um, Well, they've also probably been playing similar games with each other for yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I'll be honest with you. Someone like you who played Quake and who plays Quake and probably has played with a group of people who, you know, you knew those people's playing style and you knew you guys knew a map and you knew how you wanted to do it. If you wanted to do work as a team at a very high level, this is the game, you know, because because okay. literally you have to like you can build out your character to be like, well, not super build it out. But, you know, you can have someone with a sniper, someone with a saw, someone with this, someone with that. And then there's every mission. There's a place for the sniper to be every mission. There's a place for someone to be in a boat or a helicopter or whatever, like. There's so many verses. It's 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 a sandbox. It's a tactical sandbox. It's fucking beautiful, dude. You know, it's a great game. Um. So yeah. Um. The other thing I have here is uh, Conan Exiles. I haven't been able to play that in a couple days because they pushed a patch out, and the patch apparently broke the server I play on. So myself and the other guy who I play with, we were both like, "What's wrong with this fucking game?" Turns out our server was hosed. So we started playing on someone else's server, and I was just like, got totally despondent about it because he's really far away, and I had far away from the starting zone, so I had to run naked to his base, and it was a disaster. <laughs> I keep getting killed by crocodiles, but <laughs> this um, is taken out of context. That's hilarious. Yeah. So um, the cool thing is, though, they're adding a lot of content to this game over the next like six months. They in this month they're adding siege weapons, trebuchets, all that kind of stuff. Um, they're adding something called a body refrigerator, a body locker. <laughs> so you take corpses and you throw them in the in the corpse locker, and they decompose to the point where they get diseased and fester. 
and then they pitch them. You can put them in your trebuchet and pitch them into a person's base uh, and get them all sick. It's pretty cool. I like so, the medieval tactics. I'm yeah. pretty sure that was actually done. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so they're adding a lot of stuff. Uh, they have apparently said they're going to do something called the purge mode where they're going to take characters from the Conan the, Bar- Conan the Barbarian universe along with other random, very high-level NPC bosses, put them on horseback, and they're going to raid the player bases at the, you know, every, at, at a certain interval, like every couple months or something, and you'll have the opportunity to go out and either get slaughtered by these guys, because they're going to base raid, they're going to just have an all-you-can-rate buffet, and then go out there, or you can you can catch them and sl- make them slaves, and then use them to do your do your bidding. So... Um, it's, they've, they're adding a lot. They're adding a ton of content. It's ex- very exciting stuff. The video really does a great job explaining it. It's probably like 14 minutes long, but it's worth watching. Um, yeah, it's a good time. So check it out. Paul, well, thank you for that, uh, synopsis. You had me at plague victims. <laughs> um, we move on to the yum update section where we normally just talk about how fat we are and or uh, weight loss contests, but uh, we do actually have some food-related items tonight. Um, we want to start off with the taco. Sure, sure. Is that my clue? That, that's your cue. <laughs> um, it's, the clue right. to your, it's the clue to your cue. That's correct. That is correct. Um, yeah, basically, I think it was this past week um, I heard about this. It is the $25,000 menu item that is a taco, the world's most expensive taco. So far. <laughs> I mean, this is pretty pretty wild, you know, and I, I keep on thinking about it. I mean, this says it's, <clears throat> it's at a resort in Mexico, uh, Los Cabos, Mexico. And it is at, uh, I, I'm assuming, I haven't done my research, but it's a upscale resort. It's called Grand Balas. I guess that's what it's called. Grand, I believe. Maybe down in the article it says it. Grand Ballers. No. So Grand, Grand Velas Los Cabos Resort. Velas. But it, yeah. So. When you walk in, it's like they see you rolling. It's like this is in right, Los Cabos, right. Mexico. Okay, so that's the whole name of it. They added the the town in the resort. So basically, uh, yeah, I mean the whole the whole thing um, is first it starts with the gold leaves, I believe. Uh, it says the the taco. Has caviars, the has a, a truffle. <laughs> it's it's one of a kind. The the gold flaked or the gold flaked infused tortilla filled with Kobe beef, lobster, black trifle, black truffle, truffle green. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. At twenty five thousand, they wouldn't call that truffle, right? Um, so, uh, and then it's uh, right. It has the caviar, which we all know is pretty expensive, I'm sure. 
I've never had caviar, but um, then it comes down to this tequila, which is it is saying it's a hundred and fifty thousand dollar bottle. Yeah, it's so, fucked. <laughs> right? It says it says there's like these uh, peppers and then this this coffee. This, this coffee, yeah. You see that, Mike? Kopi Luwak. So I think that is the coffee that has been through the digestive tract of a small mammal. Is it a small human mammal? <laughs> no. Like like a lemur or a ferret type animal or something. Like they'll eat the uh, the coffee beans. They'll go through the digestive system. They'll come out. People will pick them out of their shit, uh-huh. clean them, roast them, and make coffee from that. Wonderful. Yeah, it's fantastic. Who wouldn't want that? So I think the same thing goes on with the with the Kona Kona coffee, right? The Hawaiian coffee. Isn't that something mm. going on? Same thing there? No, I think that's more similar to champagne. It's like a region where it comes from, to be authentic. Because yeah. there's a lot of Kona coffee, and there's not a lot of small mammals shitting out coffee beans and being processed. That's why it's so expensive. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't know who'd be eating this, but I've seen... Ballers. As uh, everyone says, if you uh, ask how much, too much. You can't afford it. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> if you don't know what a Z-job is, you can't afford it. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. It doesn't even look tasty at all. There's like a flower on it. You're supposed to eat the flower. Right, and it's, you know, you think about wine being expensive, or I guess as in this tequila bottle, the 150000 Um, I don't know about food being, you and know, it, priced at that. Why would you want to eat metal? Gold is a metal. You, well, I mean, gold leaf is prized as a, as a delicacy in a lot of countries, but yeah, it's just metal. It's prized as a delicacy because it's like, Yo, you rich bitch, you can eat gold. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's (laughs) not because it tastes good. Like a truffle, okay, I get that. Like a truffle, I guess it tastes okay. I've never had one, so I wouldn't know. But I guess it tastes okay. But gold, you're like, "Mm, metal. Mm -hmm. Tastes like my mouth tastes like pennies. Yeah, exactly. Come on. And lobster and Kobe beef, that might be okay. And caviar, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot happening here. It's just too much. How, How about how about they cut off like fucking like 10 grand and just give me no cut off fucking 20 grand for five thousand dollars give me the taco kobe beef little caviar little shredded cheddar call it a day yeah well, it's, i mean i obviously they're they're it's a marketing scheme that's yeah, what i'm i mean you know just to put it out there just wait for uh an upscale slash hipster restaurant to offer a $35,000 deconstructed version of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone will. With their elitist horseshit. You know. So, I'll tell you, we oh, should do something else. We should offer we should offer a pay we should put a paywall up and offer people a $1,000 version of our podcast. I thought you were going to say a $1,000 version of a picture <laughs> of that taco. No, well, it'd be a picture of us doing the podcast for a thousand dollars, but it'd be like they they log in and they would get like maybe like the openers, all the openers would be hummed by Orion, you know, but, or whatever, you know, not farted. 
Or maybe, maybe Michael could toot the rest out. Like Michael would come in as the drums, like he just tooted, you know. Mm. Uh, I don't know about that. Toot it and poot it. We'll work yeah. it out. We'll put something. Yeah, there. we'll work it out. Uh, so moving on to the next article about potatoes. Um, I never saw The Martian, but uh, apparently he grew potatoes on Mars. That's an anyways. Awesome movie. How'd you never see that? Uh, just haven't. It's I don't great. like to be. I don't like to be peer pressured into watching movies. Okay, like, next time, watch next that time movie you... that we peer pressured you into talking about earlier. Yeah, it's like okay, like uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I've never known Evan for hypocrisy, but there's a first time for everything. Yeah, really, you don't know. <laughs> That's like my main personality trait. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, and this, this is hilarious. So in Peru, a the, uh, a the International Potato Center. Yeah, that's great. God damn it, Mike! <laughs> Fucking ruined. <laughs> yes, a joint venture between NASA and the International Potato Center has created a small habitat called CubeSat to mimic the environmental conditions found on Mars as closely as possible, and have discovered that uh, potatoes do bud. So the the potatoes they planted in there, I think there's only a couple of them. It shows the uh, the stems and leaves coming up, but uh, no like viable edible product yet. I'm assuming they're going to carry it through as far as they can and report back on it later. But anyways, thank you very much, Mike, for ruining the most hilarious part of that article. <laughs> um, the next one, James. This one's for you. Because uh, this sounds like something that you would rant about. And also it's full of more buzzwords. A company called Sudden Coffee. It's made up of two guys. They want to make instant coffee better by using good beans, better tech, and a web-based business model. Idiots. Yeah. So it's created by oh, a... look at a, these two douche nozzles. It's created by a quote-unquote <clears throat> decorated Finnish barista. Fuck! And his and his friend who is an entrepreneur in the food space. Somehow they have gotten over three million dollars in funding and uh, have been brought into the startup uh, fast track service Y Combinator, which I've heard of, but I don't actually know what it does. James, I think you know what it does. Yeah. Okay, so this is fucking Jesus Christ. This is all for instant coffee. This guy's this guy's food space is between his legs. Yeah. <laughs> So okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a couple things. We use a unique, fully enclosed centrifugal brewing system that doesn't allow for any aroma to escape. Ridiculous. We're leveraging tech to deliver a better coffee experience to people who don't have coffee shops. Ridiculous. Instead of freeze drying in large quantities, they are freeze drying this coffee using a quote unquote server farm of small batch freeze dryers. How's that ridiculous? Different? Ridiculous. How it's that not different. Freeze drying it's is stupid. freeze drying. It's stupid and fucking these snowflakes want to hit them in the face. You're not special. It's coffee. Go make real coffee. And it's not cheap either. Instant coffee is garbage. Mike, I'm sorry. But I'm sorry. I know you love instant coffee. Well, but. someone does. So uh, the price <laughs> breakdown with shipping comes out to like $2.75 a cup for something that tastes like instant coffee. Yeah, who drinks? Let me see some. You know who drinks instant coffee? Okay, I'm just going to put it out Let's there. Let's hear like, it. Let's hear Mike's it. Mike's mom. mom. 
and my fucking grandmother. Okay? Yeah. Those are the only people I know who drink instant <laughs> coffee. And there's an old-ass fucking guy who worked at my, my job who drank instant coffee. Okay? I don't know anyone else who drinks instant coffee. Okay? Why would you fucking... These fucking two fucks... Okay? <laughs> this fucking... These clowns... These guys are fucking clowns. The food space, sir, small batch server. What the fuck? And don't forget their web-based business model and fucking tech clowns. So basically, they've been Uber for coffee. See what I'm talking sure. about? Uber is a buzzword. Sure, let's go yeah. with that. I thought you would enjoy that it in is. the way that only you can enjoy. Yeah. Meaning rants about things. Sudden coffee, dickheads. <laughs> I don't know. I thought like it came in this little thing. I thought you were supposed to snort it or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd at least be an innovation. Yeah. Like this kind of coffee you have to freebase. I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our coffee goes straight to the, into your veins. Oh, we'll send you a spoon, a, a big lighter, <laughs> <laughs> a bent spoon. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> As you shake in the corner with a fucking forty ounce of fucking cult whatever in the fucking corner, you're pissing full of your piss and shit. Sweating. Sweating like a yeah, sweating like a motherfucker. Oh Do you remember those uh uh chocolate covered cappuccino beans from the seven eleven in Beltsville, James? Yeah, those are great. They were fucking great. Chocolate covered espresso crack. beans, sorry. That was crack. Sorry, you you made me just think of uh Jankum. Je- oh, oh, come on, man. <laughs> Jank them. Oh, that's a long time I've thought about that. Yeah. Randy, you know what jank them is? No, I do not. Oh, boy. You're better off not knowing. I mean, you, you should know, but just so you never drink it if someone offers it to you. Hmm. But we'll, we'll I don't think he'll later. ever meet anyone who will offer me any jank them. I doubt and it. If he does, his life's gone horribly wrong, and he, he should just drink the jank them. Oh, my goodness. Mike, what's Jankum? Explain it to him, because I know our listeners probably don't know what it is, because our listeners are all civilized. They're not savages like us. They depend on us to bring the savagery into their lives. That's true. Um, as far as I know, Jankum is a... Was it fermented? Yeah. A fermented... Well, yeah. Or allowed to sit. Yeah. <laughs> a, you know, concoction of... Uh, cultivated. It's cultivated. It's... Uh, it's feces, right? Uh, and and maybe turpentine? I don't remember. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, it. I believe there is also some urine. Mm-hmm. No, is there? And some shit in a jar and something in, else in a large jar with a thumb grip hole. And how do you seal it? I don't remember. I don't, I don't know if that was discussed. Well, so you don't let the uh, the aroma escape, so as maximum fermentation, I do believe you cover the top of the bottle, um, if you don't have a cap, with a balloon or a condom. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jank them. Yeah, you Disgusting. inhale the fumes. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I, I heard something about that in Africa or something. Yeah, supposedly it's from it's from a part of Africa, yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I can't even This has to be crazy. I mean. I mean, it, you know, I I have a hard time believing this is actually true, but what the Jankum exists? Yeah. 
Oh, I'm sure it exists. Well, I mean, it's in like if Rule Thirty Four can be a thing, four, yeah. then <laughs> Jenkin can exist. If what? If what can be a thing? Rule Thirty Four. Oh well, come on. Well, Ryan, do you know what Rule Thirty Four is? No, but apparently we're on the drug. Uh, <laughs> no, the rules section. of the internet. Yeah, Rule Thirty Four is the rule of the internet. But you know what? I've always thought whenever whenever someone mentions Rule Thirty Four, I think to myself, there should be rules like that for everything because humankind is like. We're the worst. So, rule 34 means that if a thing can exist, there's porn of it. Yep. Mm. So, and it's totally true. So, and I, I, I if, 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 if you can excrete it, someone is going to try to lick it or snort it or ferment it or put it in a jar and let it sit and put a rubber band on top, a, a balloon or a condom on top of it and be nasty with it. You know, can you imagine the things people have done that we haven't heard about that we that 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 they tried it and it didn't net any results. Right. So right. they just <laughs> didn't continue. and It didn't become a thing. No, Holy but shit. I actually remember uh, maybe hearing about this, thinking like it's in third world country. There's nothing else to do. You know, they're out in the bush, you know, whatever they call it out there in the shit middle of Africa. <laughs> right. But that, that is their only way to get high. Literally. I mean, there's no, they can't grow weed or. That's their currency. I don't know. And I think, I think, to be honest with you, I think it's more like uh, the teenagers uh, huffing the spray paint can or the fumes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's more the the kids are discovering that, well, I guess you can do it that way, right? A shit in a bag and <laughs> let it sit there for like, what is it, five, ten days? And then, you know, we prop it open and voila. Dude, it's we like, get, it's we like, get high somehow. your eyes I don't start know. watering and you're like, yeah. it smells like shit. But this is a great like, Who like, could even like think that's a, we could go there? <sighs> what if it's like vaping? You got your, your frosted donut flavor. Someone in Africa opens up the condom, like, was there peanuts in this? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Should we move on to some uh, some some more food news? Mm-hmm. Yeah, now's the time. Yum yum. Post yeah. Jankum right into food. <laughs> so whose who's is this? Oh, so man. here's an article that uh, a a recent study that was done at Tufts University said that overeating several quote unquote bad foods while not eating enough quote-unquote good foods, like nuts and fish, contributes to nearly half of U.S. deaths from these causes. So, basically it says bacon and soda are bad for you. False. And they, they're they linked to heart disease, stroke, and diabetes. 50% so false. is. Yeah. Right. So, I saw this article, and, I, you know, of course, like you're like, duh, but... We you, we all know here that soda is in fact bad for you, but bacon probably not. It de- I mean again it depends if you drink them both if you drink them both <laughs> together <laughs> drink that bacon blend up that bacon dump in the Vitamix with a Coke that's definitely bad for you. Right now I was talking with one of my coworkers about this uh, specific article and. He said, he suggested that if someone is on a hard, high carb diet, which a lot of people are, mm-hmm. probably most people, then 
yes, this is both of these things are bad and should be avoided. Yep. So I can't argue with that. But as as we all know here, we've we've discussed many times moving away from the high, high carb diet and moving towards the low carb high fat diet. Yep. As as since we're on that uh, topic, I just finished my blender bottle full of uh, butter coffee, as I'm a fan of. So you guys think are dis- is disgusting? Tell us I've again. Never had it. I want to try that. Tell us again. I will what make would, it for you. Tell us again what would goes into that, uh, Evan. Uh, I make basically half a pot of coffee, put it in my Vitamix, cut off two or three tablespoons of butter, put in two or three tablespoons of coconut oil, um, probably a quarter cup of heavy cream or uh, half and half, depending on what I have, and usually a scoop of protein powder. And mix it all up in the uh, in the blender. Unflavored and protein powder? No, always flavored. What flavor? Any because flavors? I hate the taste of actual coffee, so I make it taste like not coffee. Ah. Um, in this particular batch, I had birthday cake flavor. Oh my but chocolate's God. also good. Uh, vanilla caramel would be good. Like a cinnamon bun flavor protein would be good. All low-carb protein, of course. Right. Hmm. That's interesting. And how how many ounces does this end up being? Um, it's probably like thirty six. Honestly, this is a twenty eight ounce shaker cup, I think. Uh, and there's like a, a small amount still left in the uh, Vitamix jar in the kitchen. Wow, it's quite the uh, quite the thing. And how often do you make one of these? Several times a day. <laughs> Several times a day. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. Um, sometimes, some some weeks I'll make one. You know, three days out of the week, four days out of the week, and then I'll go a week without having it at all. Uh, it just depends what I'm in the mood for. This is replicated in the the bullet coffee, right? That's this is. It comes same- from bulletproof coffee. That idea. There you go. Bulletproof coffee. Yeah. Yep. Bulletproof coffee, huh? Mm-hmm. hmm But and I like using coffee in a Keurig cup. I wonder. Uh, no. Actually, you can, because the guy who came up with the Bulletproof Coffee idea actually has a company called Bulletproof, which has their own coffee that's like uh, extremely scrutinized, high-quality, single-source beans, all that shit. Overpriced, doesn't make a difference, but you can if you want. Oh, so it's not free, is it freeze-dried in in a single... Is there food in, space in, in a tech farm food space? No. Okay, never mind. Yeah. We Sorry, took old Dell servers and crammed coffee. We just poured <laughs> coffee into them, turned it on, and made a big mess. It was excellent, and this is going straight to your home. But James, don't forget, it was pre-brewed coffee, so you just poured the liquid in to try and to try and uh, dehydrate it <sighs> via hell. heat. Yeah. Uh, well, that concludes the yum update section. Excellent. Moving on to extras. Just a quick mention, uh, from me for anyone else, uh, for anyone else, for anyone who has kids out there, there is a uh, search engine called Kittle that uses It's a horrible uh, name. It is. When I think of Kittle, I'm like, this is a place where pedophiles go to find kids. Kittle? Diddle? Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's, it's not, not a, uh, not a great name. I, but I didn't make it, so sorry. Um, it's powered by Google Safe Search, but not associated with Google. 
Um, the articles are handpicked or moderated, uh, uh, not the articles, the search results rather. So, you know, if you want your kids to become acclimated with searching for things on the internet, but you don't want them to like go on, you know, search for Pornhub or whatever, they can search this and everything will be kid friendly. Um, so I thought that was uh, worth mentioning. And just so we all know, it's Kittle.co. Give me something to search on Kittle M here. Let me search for something. Butts. If you go to Kittle.com, it takes you to Amazon. So. Oh, boy. I typed in B-U-T-T-S, and uh, it's like, oops, try again. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's it's. It seems to be kid safe. Give me- I don't know how useful it is. I mean, certainly not like using Google as your search engine, but... For for uh, some intro stuff, it might be good. It still Mr. has o. ads. Awesome. Mr. O, you have children. Give me something that your kids would search for. What would your young son or daughters search for? They're usually on YouTube searching for cartoons or... Butts. Like yeah. Daddy Yankee with like... Or like... Maybe got back. I bet your son loves that. He really loves those butts. Well, I'm sure he doesn't even know how to spell but. <laughs> so that, that, that comes to, I, I don't know, you know. But yeah, there lies so, the problem. Your child needs to know how to spell before they can use the search engine. There we go. Is your All son right, so, in the repeater stage? Is he, like, yelling out stuff now? Mm, or he's past no, that, probably. No, past that, that I think that's in the threes and maybe the fours repeating, but... Or even two. No, he's he's on his own. I mean, he's he's obviously. <laughs> he's like, we, say, cut, we cut him. He's on his own. <laughs> so we just cut left him. him. Loose. He's like, my wife's here with me. The kids are home alone. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, so no, I mean, I mean, the whole thing's scary, though. I mean, honestly, I mean, you think about it. Us as kids, we never even had the internet. I mean, there was zero internet. So, I mean, this. I mean, if this can help. Uh, you know, window down the 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 sites that I'm sure get somehow. I don't know. I, I, I mean, mean, it's a it's a whole scary world. I mean, I'm a, just I'm just thinking, what what's going to happen? Uh, like, think about in ten years. You know, think about. I, mean, I guess when he does try to look for this shit. Then he'll have a brain implant, <laughs> and you can't control anything. This is crazy. So I just typed in our podcast. And it has four search entries. Really? None of them are us. So okay. it, it filters out. It's like hardcore filtering stuff out. I guess that's good, though. I guess it's what you want. So you just got to get some way to program it so this is all your kid sees. It's search, search for how are babies made. da 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 How art? Spell. Spell. Oh, boy. Real babies, lifelike dolls, online toddler learning. Oh, this would be great if it took you to realdoll.com. Baby seal. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be nuts. nuts. Baby seal found in front yard. Here, they have real baby newborns for sale at target.com, apparently. Really? Here's something. What's a stone baby? Oh, oh my. That's horrible. Hmm. Let me type in murder. So, well, anyways, it might be a good start. Might be a a good start for parents. 
Right, right. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I'm sure, uh, many, many, many more things to come for the, the, I guess the, the web to be safer. But, but I, I go back to when we were kids. I mean, how would we turn out if we had the internet? I mean, I got the internet when I was 13, and I pretty much went immediately to where you think I would go. <laughs> yeah, me too. Down that rabbit so, hole. Yeah. <laughs> I was in I was in uh chat rooms on AOL downloading anime like scantily clad anime girls, not yeah. even not knowing what anime was. No, but that was when we were what? Middle school, high school. The, these yeah. kids are just born with it. You know, my daughter she's um she's 2 and she knows how to pull up uh Peppa Pig. That's a cartoon on YouTube. Yeah. Like it's already kind of programmed, pre-programmed, but she already knows. She, she knows the password now. Figured that one out. <laughs> Was <laughs> it that iPad. easy to guess? <laughs> no, it's just, I try to do it real quick. And then she just, now she has the memory of, okay, those are the numbers. And mm. that's how I get on the iPad. So, um, we probably have to change that. But you then, and then Kittle, from dude. there, then from there, she clicks, she finds the, the app of YouTube, clicks it, and is proceeding, you know, with uh, all the cartoons. Well, just lock, lock your kids I mean, in the basement with no access to any devices, and <laughs> you're good to go. Or drop them off at the nearest public library. You could do that also. Oh, I thought you were going to say the nearest fire station. No. <laughs> no. Become wards of the state. Right. Yes. <laughs> But it's amazing. I mean, you know, a child's memory is, is very, I mean, I'm going to say almost, uh, I mean, obviously it's like a sponge. So they're just learning everything. And I never had a computer till maybe high school. I mean, you know, and I just think, I mean, these kids are just, everything is, uh, given to them with this, this website or not website, but internet. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, the next I had generation. to walk ten miles to school uphill both ways in the snow. <laughs> right, you're not gonna. I mean, there's no one alive even saying that anymore, right? My mom. Oh my goodness, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she went to school where the nuns would hit her on the knuckles with something. Oh my goodness! Discipline. Well, Hashtag I remember, discipline. I remember my grandfather. Yeah, he said that the teacher would use a ruler, and uh, he had to walk. I think he said four miles. And um, no, these nuns had some kind of clacker thing. Oh man! I, I mean, know, you know, know that was different, was. though. I mean, yeah. we've evolved, and now, of course, some people can say that society and everything else is becoming softer, not as disciplined. True. And that's but, how you get server farm, small batch, instant coffee for idiots. Yeah, and the word food space. <laughs> because people think they're fucking like Evan said, snowflakes. What and about uh, the father and son who annihilated each other? That's just they're stupid. Yeah, that, that's that's, stupid. <laughs> that's been going on for years. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Let's I hate to say chicken. this, but like the whole SJW thing—that's a direct, a direct response to like how kids are, kids grow up now. I hate yep. to be that guy because I hate people who say 
when I was a kid, it wasn't like that, you know, obviously, and almost nine times out of ten always was like that, but because it was your life, it's different, but I really think the SJW thing, like, some of the stuff that it, that happens is so shocking that I'm I'm baffled that these people can exist, but they do, you know, like, how, like, you have to be, your brain has to be so warped to grow up and be like, yeah, this is right, this is the right thing to do, like, I should be in a safe space where I can only interact with people like me. And not other people who have differing opinions or views, you know. So it's very, it's anti-American. What anyway. I don't what I don't understand is the the whole new allergy thing. Like apparently, like a lot of schools now, you can't even bring uh, your kid can't even bring like a peanut butter sandwich to school mm-hmm. because kids are like all all these kids are all of a sudden allergic to peanuts. I mean, that's because of all the that's all the bullshit that you know. I hate to say this, but. I really think that it's like, when I was a kid, nobody was allergic to peanuts. It yeah, me neither. I'd never heard of that. <laughs> it's just a shifting of responsibility. Like, kids were allergic to peanuts when we were children. They just stayed the fuck away from peanuts. It's not the school's responsibility to control everything. Right. Yeah, that's true. I, I agree with that. Probably is a shift. Or like, hey, little Timmy, don't eat fucking peanuts or peanut butter. Okay, Mom. You know? Yeah. Right, and I think that could be the um, more elementary school. You know, when kids are just a little bit uh, younger, not knowing, you know, that their friend is allergic to peanut butter, and they're, like, sharing their sandwich, for example. I don't think it was as prevalent when I was a kid, though. I, I never heard of that before. I never heard yeah. of it either. So, I mean, you know, why would I? All these people but, are lactose intolerant now. I can't have milk. I'm like, Is there gluten in this? Oh, that's yeah, yeah. gluten. There's, well, a, that, there's a guy. That, that most of that's bullshit. We know that. Yeah, no, there there's a, one legit excuse for that. No, but there was yeah. a guy. I can't remember where I saw. I think he was on a podcast I listened to, and he was like this hardcore dude, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm allergic to gluten." I was like, "Who are you?" There, there's a guy who sat behind me at work. He's like, "Yeah, I think I have a gluten allergy because my wool sweater gives me a rash now." I'm <sighs> like, "What does that have to do with gluten?" I was like, "This is crazy." <laughs> He had these scratchy ass wool sweaters. I was like, dude, you got a rash because you're a fucking scratchy, fucking horrible sweater. He's like, it's not the sweater, bro. The sweater is like an aggregate of what the problem is. I'm like, okay, stop. <laughs> what the problem with today's society? See these fibers? These are gluten fibers, yeah. man. Ridiculous. That's basically what he's saying. Uh, have you guys seen that movie with uh, Seth Rogen? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm not eating like, gluten anymore. He's, he's like, like, what's oh, a gluten? He's like, what's a gluten? Yeah. He's like, I don't like know. Bad stuff like calories. Calories are a gluten. <laughs> so they go to the drive-thru and get like burgers and shit. He's yeah, like, I love gluten. Out. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I love gluten. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Moving on. Mike, you got some links down here in the extras? Yeah, I just put this in here. This is the original link. That was uh, released by WikiLeaks. So if everyone wants to check out the source for the Vault 7 stuff, all of it is posted here on the WikiLeaks.org website, which is, I'll I'll have to say, this is actually the first time I've ever been to this website in my entire life. So, Well, now you're on another list. There you go. Yet another one. Awesome. So, yeah, check that out. Um, Next article is kind of interesting. It's a science thing. Um, NASA has released a, an image of a star exploding. Now I just, I used a little hyperbole here 
in my uh, thing. I said the power of a billion <laughs> suns, but um, it's really, and this is really a star exploding with the energy of a hundred million suns. So not a billion, but you know, close enough. Within uh, one order of magnitude. Mm-hmm. So it's uh it's kind of interesting, you know. Just they have different. Uh, they have basically an animated GIF. Of the different stages of it and everything. Looks kind of neat. So check that out if you get a chance. Then I just saw this on. um, On Facebook the other day. And so Singapore is introducing a law to raise the minimum smoking age from right now it's 18. They're going to raise it to 21. Which is kind of interesting. And. Now this article that I linked here, it just it's a it's a commentary piece uh on this website and it says smoking is an archaic habit with no place in modern society. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And one of the talking points is that if people don't smoke by the by the time they're twenty one, they usually don't start after that. I started after I was twenty one. Yeah, we were so close, Mike. Yeah, we were what, 25 or something? I don't know, 24? No, we were fucking like 18 or 19. It was in 2004. I don't believe that. Lived at the house, worked at Best Buy. Actually, I do believe that because I was very shocked. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a non-smoker. Um, or at least after 21, I, I, I never, or before, mm-hmm. never smoked. Um, and I remember James and Michael not, you know, not smoking whatsoever. And then all of a sudden, you guys were smoking. Like, and this was, everyone was done with uh, CompiOSA. That might have been my idea, though. I think it was my, well, at least for Mike, that was... It was a joint. It was a joint venture. I'll just put it that way. I guess my timeline's off. It it was at the Marlboro time, and you know, it was at the house. But yeah, (laughs) like fucking chilling in your room during a party or something. Like you want to start smoking? Sure. And that was that was that. A decade later. (laughs) A decade later, it still haunts me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't smoke. Yeah, don't smoke, kids. Smoke. That's right. Unless you're smoking you, yet? <laughs> unless you work at Benjamin, what is it? Benjamin Hedges? Benson and Hedges. Benson Hedges. I did not work there, no. No, but you do know someone that did. I didn't. I do know someone who did. That is correct. Right. Sorry. Still present. Yes. Um. So yeah, smoking's bad, kids. Don't do it. Um. Mr. James over here is trying to curb his habit by starting a new habit. I'm not sure if that's the way to go, but uh, he's he's going with it. So we'll see what happens with that. No, it's another habit. It's another um, thing. I actually... Heroin, folks. He's talking about heroin. Yeah, right. <laughs> I actually haven't had a cigarette. My last cigarette was on Tuesday. Right, good for you. So Congratulations. I'm, I'm giving it another go here. So we'll see how it goes. Um, anyway, all right. Smoking's bad. Don't do it. Next up, 
my article. I just thought this was kind of funny and weird. This uh, church, this congregation down in Alabama, uh, the Presbyterian Church down here or down there, wants to start their own police force. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. Nobody expects the Inquisition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, obviously, like the Catholic Church in at the Vatican has their own, I'm not going to call them police, but they Enforcers? have their own <laughs> security. The, the, the Vatican is also a country. Yeah, not right. A so they have down on forty six and third. They have uh, what is it? The Swiss Guard, yeah. the Royal Police. Yeah, Swiss Guard. And so they have, um, you know, both kind of like quote unquote uniformed soldiers, or they're not sort of soldiers, but you know, uniformed officers. And then they have ones that are more like Secret Service, who, you know, kind of do protection detail and maybe they the do investigation the and stuff. Crazy uniforms with the and they stand outside with a halberd. <laughs> oh yeah, well those are like the, the like the uniformed officer types. Like they have a they have swords or something. Like I don't know what they have. Dude, they're carrying fucking like axes and and pikes and shit. Is that a trident? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, Derek, you beat me to the fucking trident today, you piss. <laughs> so, but but it's not really a police force, you know. And so these guys, for for whatever reason. They want to have. They want to have their own police force. Right now, they hof- they hire off-duty police officers to work certain events that they have. But they said often they don't have enough. There aren't enough off-duty officers for them to hire to meet the demand. Now I don't know why they couldn't just hire a you know private security or whatever you call it you know. Like private security guards. I don't know why they couldn't do that. Like, why do they need to be like, like it sounds like they want to start their own police force, which is yeah. Like, what well, they asked the legislator to do odd. it, so it's yeah. sketchy. It's super sketchy. I guess it depends. It's going to be on private land, presumably. But what authority would they have? Yeah. Well, that's that's get out of my parking lot. They want to enforce laws. They want to enforce some kind of law on there. This is just like very bad. This is like bad. like I don't know why the same thing couldn't be accomplished with, like I'm pretty sure in this. Let's say in the state of Maryland here, if you have, I believe they're called special officers. I could be wrong about the exact word, but like like private security guards that you hire here in Maryland, you know, like the kind that has guns and everything. You know, you see them wherever. I talked to one of them once. So they said, you know, they can they can arrest you. You know, they have the power to do that for any place that they've been hired to to guard. You know, so they actually have a good amount of of power. You know, at least for the area that they're protecting. Is it more? Is it like a more advanced citizens' arrest just because they're armed and probably have handcuffs? Well, and they're licensed and blah and whatever. You know, I don't recognize your authority. <laughs> Well, recognize it or not. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know why something like that wouldn't work in Alabama for this church. You know what I mean? It seems odd. And I mean, how much fucking security do they need? It's a damn church. They have 4,000 members. And they they run two private schools. 
4,000 members. How many members is, does the church that I used to go to have? Probably a lot. So I don't know how problem, many it is. Though, but here, Here's a question I have to ask. Are there, is there a membership situation? Like, are their members so sketchy and violent that they need a police force? Oh, no, of course it's not that. It's, so you know, why do they need They need to force? protect like, them from the unwashed masses. You know? yeah, it's the outsiders. <laughs> it's the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. There's Negroes outside the gates, y'all. The disagreeable. Yeah, apparently this is a... cotton fields, and they need, <laughs> they need to be policed. I don't mind Negroes, but they got to stay in their lane. You know, that's what the Bible says. Stay in your lane, Negra. Uh, and stay with your own, see? Stay with your own. Stay Keep your to your own. water fountain. As, as James sa- uh, says that, I, all I think about is the Chappelle uh, <laughs> skit, and he's blind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why, power? Clayton Bigsby? Yeah. <laughs> White power. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Well, hope they don't uh, get that uh, granted. Uh, James, think you got a couple links down here, too? Yeah, real quick. So, um, yeah, Guzzling Gosling. Uh, <laughs> this is funny just because uh, basically, so... Germany has a thing called um, oh, the, yeah. <laughs> the Camera Awards or whatever. I think it's called the Golden Camera Awards. Yeah, and it's like there. It's like a. It's supposed to be like a fancy like thing, you know, that they do. And so Ryan Gosling won an award for La La Land, and they had him come out, and this fucking fat, like fucking guy comes out and he dances his way out, like doing the dance from La La Land, and he comes out and he's like he's like a little fat, you know. But I'm looking at him and said, oh, maybe it is him. But maybe he just lost, maybe he's putting on weight for a role. You know, he's bulked up. Well, the guy's talking to him. He's like, yeah, and I just wanted to thank you. You know, it's like clearly <laughs> not Ryan Gosling. It's some German guy. And <laughs> so he was hired. And he says when he accepts the award, he says, this goes out to whoever and whoever, like two people who hired him. So he goes... He goes, when he leaves, as soon as he walks off stage, his two security guards grab him, and they rush him to a car. He gets in the car and leaves. So basically what happened was, uh, as a prank, this uh, marketing company was like, they called the, which tells you all these things are fake, they called the they called the award show and said, hey, look, we'll have Ryan Gosling come out to this thing if you're going to give him an award. We work for him. And they were like, oh, Absolutely. You know, because they want Americans to come to these award shows, because a lot of the movies are going to be Americans going to be in it. So, <laughs> fucking Ryan, this guy walks out, and of course, in the crowd is Nicole Kidman and a bunch of other people, and they're like, they, the cameras show them, and they, Nicole Kidman's like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and if you just look at the picture, it's clearly not Ryan Gosling, but it's just like uh, this like fucking fat, like, muscular, like, kind of bigger guy, and he kind of looks like him, so if you're, like, really stupid, you wouldn't know any better, but yeah, it's pretty funny. So, um, there's that one, and then there's, uh, let's see the last one, so, oh yeah, at the end, I didn't see Logan yet, I'm horrible, I know, apparently at the end of Logan is a teaser for, uh, the new Deadpool movie. Which isn't even finished yet, but or even I don't even think it started making it yet. But 
Uh, Ryan Reynolds, of course, does it, and he basically he sees a guy getting mugged, and he races to the to a phone booth to change into his clothes, and they play the Superman music, and of course he's in the fucking phone booth for like five minutes, you know, he's like, and there's a point in time when his naked ass cheeks are pressed against the glass, and he's trying to get into the suit, and then as he's about to get out, it's like boom, this the guy he was trying to save gets shot. It's funny. It's really That's funny. Awesome. And then he goes and like eats a dead guy's ice cream. And it's just funny. It's a really hilarious thing. And there's lots of jokes. And at the end, there's a scroll up. At the There's a scrolling thing, but it's really tiny print. And I had to pause it to read. I started reading it, but it's so long. It's, a, it's the story of the man at the sea, a guy named Santiago, and how he went fishing and fought with sharks for fish. And... And at the end, I just read the beginning paragraph and the end, but it's probably three or four long paragraphs, and the end of it's like, and now red lobsters are everywhere in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, this is so good. You know what you know, I find hilarious awesome. about this video, James? What's that? In the the description, I guess, it says published March 4th, 2017. Uh-huh. It says, Wade and the other girls from the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants plan a trip to Cabot Cove. Oh my god. <laughs> and what is what is Cabot Cove? That's from uh what's it called? That's where Jess Lambert lives really, right? Yeah, that's uh murder she wrote. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Wade and the other girls in the traveling pan. That's hilarious. That's so funny. Oh yeah, and at the end he does a he's like, Oh, I bet a better hero would be Logan. And he does like this amazing Australian fucking like accent he's like oi blah 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 you know he's it's, it's funny man definitely take your time and watch it it's filled with like also uh guys gonna be picking it apart for days trying to find all of the little um hints and drop-ins they put in there so there's a lot of stuff for for fans easter eggs intense fan. i think they're That's called it. easter eggs yeah little easter eggs nice well, thank you uh looks like we might have one more thing we want to Talk about some striped, some striped mammals here. Is that what it is? Trash, trash pandas. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I just brought it up earlier when we were talking, but um, it's funny is so with the uh, the pandas or not the pandas. Uh, my gosh. <laughs> trash trash pandas, aka slang for raccoons. Raccoons. Um, <clears throat> no no, that's something else. <laughs> uh, James like eh. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Orang. Go ahead. Uh, well so so sometimes, you know, raccoons they get in your trash. And I kept on you know, putting out the trash. We have a trash bin in the backyard and there's a, you know, I'll open it up, put more trash in, but I I realize the whole, you know, black trash bag um, is a mess a couple of times. You know, I'm like, what the heck is this? Is this my squirrels, maybe raccoons? Then the other day, I guess I saw all of these muddy prints, like actual prints that were bigger than a squirrel uh paw i said man that's raccoons i'm like damn because i i mean they're, they're a mess they get in your house i mean it's 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 just a mess in general but um 
basically, so then I did, I, I went on Google. I said, okay, let me, let me pop up. Let me try to figure out how to, how to get these, uh, raccoons. So I wanted to type in, um, want to type in, jeez, what is going on here? You sure they weren't deer prints? <laughs> no, I definitely know what deer prints are. That's the hoof, you know, with the two, uh, <laughs> two imprints. Orion is intimately familiar with, with, this is crazy. With, with the deer. All right. Well, maybe Evan, maybe you can help me out. So basically, um, if you could, and I had it up for some reason, my phone is not working here. So I, I, I typed in how to stop and then RA. So I'm like, and then that's when it started popping up, you know, um, Google pops up, uh, suggestions Mm -hmm. and, I don't want to waste your time, but um, maybe Rats, I'll... Rabid Jehovah's Witnesses. What? Rabbis. Oh, I got racism that's what, here. That's what, oh, okay. that's what came up. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> how to so, get rid of rabbis. How to stop. So it was how to stop uh, <laughs> raccoons. I put uh, how to stop, and then it said RRC or RA first, and I think it said how to stop uh, raccoons, how to stop razor burn, how to stop Minecraft. Is that what it says? Blower. Oh, I had I got how to stop racism. That's it? It stops there. Oh, I got uh, how to stop rain in Minecraft. That's in what Minecraft. it is. Okay. Uh, right, right, right. And then now put C, put another C. How to stop racism, race race racing thoughts, <laughs> racial profiling, or racism in school. Oh, I was like, James, oh, he's <laughs> this is all James here. Anyway, so I get to, and once you put in uh, the full, I think uh, the next couple letters, it's also like how to stop. How to stop raccoon eyes. That's weird. The the mascara. That's I think it's a running oh. mascara. Mm. Women's makeup tips. Sponsored of the IO panel. <laughs> this is crazy. This yeah, is by so. Clinique. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it, uh, it, it how to pops. stop raccoons from eating poop in my pool? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's Evan." Never mind. That's highly yeah, specific. I, I was like, yeah. "I was like, this is this is James all the way." And then the the last is uh, the pool. I was like, "What the heck is this?" You know, uh, I guess I, got, I gotta tell you, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, this is the vice. Oh, this is the vice. Well, no, so it comes up with ammonia. I mean, that was the basic. Uh, I, you know what everyone was saying so i looked for i had glass cleaner um and some uh i think it was a pine saw sprayed it all over the <laughs> the the bags inside and out this was a clean you know bag obviously pour in some to, antifreeze no 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 so i stayed there i just wanted to test it right and uh you know me as a uh, Trying to do a scientific uh, study here. I did the observation, you know, for a couple of days. <laughs> right? And then it's trash day. So I'm like, oh, okay, let me take out uh, another black bag. I open the open the trash uh, bin. Sure enough, it's a mess. I'm like, these raccoons, god damn it. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, it's a mess. It was full of dead raccoons. No, it didn't work. Totally, totally didn't work. So, uh, so I started, uh, just pouring bleach inside, <laughs> inside and all over the trash bags. And sometimes that works, but I haven't, uh, haven't studied it that well. 
But um, yeah, and then I read, do not mix ammonia and bleach. Yeah, that's how you get chlorine gas. <laughs> right, it says mustard gas. Very was, poisonous. And that's what I was thinking about, Evan, and thinking about, oh my gosh, yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about you because you're always talking about uh, the periodic Ga- table and all the and, and gas- mustard. Talking about gassing people? <laughs> right, that also. <laughs> Oh, Dude, this, okay, so I, I've kind of went down the wormhole here, and this website called Raccoon RaccoonAtticGuide.com, <laughs> and they're, one of their things is like how to deal with raccoons pooping in your pool, because it is apparently a real serious problem. And one of the pictures, they have two pictures on this page. One's like raccoon problems in swimming pools, and it shows a raccoon trapped next to a pool. And then the other picture is a huge blow-up of raccoon trap with a raccoon in it in a pool underwater. And it's like, raccoon drowned in pool. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, that is the worst way to go. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Ugh. You wouldn't want to go in the pool again. I mean, rodents, there are rodent issues because they come in to drink in the, the off-season. Raccoons are so cute. Well, actually, minus the trash they, pandaism and loving garbage and stuff. No, but if you, if I think their feces is uh, like radioactive somehow, and aphrodisiac. No, no. <laughs> oh no, actually, rub it on your balls. Quite, quite the opposite. Um, you rub it on your food space. Quite the opposite. <laughs> you can look up the details. But I think it, 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 it's uh, it, the actual dust could blind you. Really? I yeah. hadn't heard that. The Jesus. The, so have the, the raccoons the, been eating ammonia and bleach? Is that what's happening? No, no. So you get well, blinded from the dust? No, the, I think it's just they're 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 a mess of a an animal, and they they did test. <laughs> they did test. They found out. I don't know how you test for this, but I guess you know, they're they they were. And someone's got to look it up while we're we're still talking here. But um, yeah, it's it's a somehow their their feces uh can cause blindness. So yeah, they they they're not good. Not good to be around your house. I'm going to get your someone for a pet. <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> oh boy, I'm like the worst uncle whatever. <laughs> Like, there's right. a raccoon. I found it outside. Right, and then and then I uh, I call a month later. Yeah, we have a, ne- a whole family of raccoons in our attic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're pooping in the kiddie pool. It's out of control. That's awesome. Oh my. Well, I appreciate you doing some scientific studies. Um, if you get success, let us know. We'll try to do a peer review. You might sure. want to. You might want to rinse out that uh that trash can. Just to uh, make sure you don't have any, <laughs> any you know, freaking mustard gas the creation or whatever. Yeah. Right, right. Don't use it to store drinks for your next party or anything. Right. Let's put the ice in this bucket over here. <laughs> yeah. Mark it with a skull and crossbones. Oh, my goodness. Like, ooh, this is cute. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, gentlemen, any closing thoughts before we head out for the night? No, I, I can just say um, congratulations to you guys on, on number 50, five zero. This, uh, this episode, uh, I, I, think it's, uh, I think it's pretty amazing what you guys have done, and I appreciate, uh, appreciate you guys letting me on. 
as a guest. Thank you for coming on. We've yeah. enjoyed it very much. Hopefully we can have you back again with a more optimal situation. Right, right. I, I did want to come on as uh as Michael's uh source from Amazon. But uh <laughs> I'm not I'm not that true comedian to to spit it out on the podcast. Yet, I thought but... you were gonna say come on as Mike's consigliere. <laughs> I wanted to share <laughs> to share all those uh security uh insights. It's like uh, my client would like you to know that the internet is not safe. <laughs> so raccoon feces ha- uh, does cause blindness due to a disease that most raccoons have called raccoon roundworm. Raccoonitis. Yeah, brain Jeez. damage, death. Yeah. Is that where? Uh, I mean, I know raccoons are sort of a breeding ground for rabies. Yeah, I wonder if they're they, related. They like, they like rabies or something. We can do that episode fifty-three deep dive on raccoon <laughs> disease. So we got deers in fifty-one. Two is what? Uh, Uh, Oh, shit. I forgot already. I did too. This is why we don't get anything done. Lost time. 53 is going to be a record. We'll just have to listen to the entire episode again and we'll know. Yeah. It's all recorded for posterity. It is. Yep. Yep. Uh, So for all of us here, thank you very much for listening. You can check us out at our website, iopanelpodcast.com, Facebook, Twitter at iopanel. Um, audibletrial.com slash iopanel, 30-day free trial, free audiobook of your choice, cancel at any time. Uh, we do have podcasts and RSS links on our website, as well as an Amazon affiliate link, should you choose to use it. Thank you very much, and we will talk to you next week. Yeah.